So we're having the standard end of the year party coming up. Decided to do it in Vegas again last minute. How are you guys feeling about it? Feeling good, man. It's going to be epic. And, uh, I mean, as long as and we're, we're not going to do the only, uh, are we doing the Edward 40 hands in Vegas again or, you know, you know? we're, we're going to do some drinking, Leo. Mm-hmm. We have to, um, be a little bit contained. You know, some people, when we do Edward 40 hands, <laughs> they, they misinterpret the spirit, yeah. which I can't really blame them for because mm-hmm. the spirit of Edward 40 hands is very, very mean, it but is. just think back to Logan Leo when mm-hmm. you had COVID, when he sloshed a 40 on a vagrant. I remember mud Flap at the makeup. It was the makeup counter at like a CVS. I remember just, this too. Yeah, he just said that they were all disgusting and ugly. He's, something like that. He went up to mm-hmm. a woman who was absolutely minding her own business mm-hmm. and was probably a very lovely soul. And he said, "Buy that makeup concealer. It's not going to make you look pretty, you <laughs> fat bitch." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, of course. There was, of course, and then, of course, the all-star of uh, last year. Is that last year's? It was Mia, of course. Yeah. Her. Yeah. Uh, the life coach yeah. was my favorite bit. when Because that guy did really need a life coach, though, in my opinion. Yeah. I guess yeah. she told that, too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did need a life coach. There's a lot of truth that comes out during Edward Forty Hands. Yes. But that truth comes at a cost. Uh, the video was deleted by YouTube and then reinstated with an age restriction. And then there was another cascade of cancellation that followed right after. And a bunch of people came after the channel. We're talking shit for a while. Many of them targeting Mia. Mm. What are you going to do, though? We're going to party. That's the primary objective. Dino, are you 21 yet? Yeah, dude. No, you're not. <laughs> In theory. I'm 21, 21, bro. Are you even 20 yet? Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Are you aging because in reverse? I'm 21. I'm aging from uh, 21 plus. Um, let's move on. Dino, if you had to, let's move into a more uh, intelligent subject. Dino, if you had to forecast the basedness of this party, where would you say it's going to be? Probably between like weed and like water which is like a 9.5 out of 10 the the base scale should be like uh it's gonna be somewhere between donald trump and nick fuentes but just south of hitler it's not gonna be hitler it's It's not quiet at kanye it's, it's not alex jones but almost is it alex jones you think it's gonna it, be pretty. It, Alex I think Jones. it's gonna be Alex Jones. I think so too. I think that's I'm a lot okay of a lot of that. a lot of the uh, the Sandy Hook denying. You know, yeah. I'm so at least. Sandy Hook denying is so much more benign in my eyes than Holocaust denial. Mm. So of all those names we just threw out, other than Donald Trump, he's relatively benign too. Alex Jones is the one I feel most comfortable with. I don't know if I'm ready for a Kanye night. I don't know what that entails, but I think the owners of the hotel won't like it. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. So Dino. We're going to, I was telling Leo this, we really got to flex our might as a YouTube channel. We got to make sure there is some trim. Some trim? Some trim. Our guest, baby. Oh, shit. Hey, man, sit on the, uh, you can, yeah, sit on the, right on the couch, my man. Right there. Yeah, join. We always do like authentic in the middle of of the podcast. Z-Man. 
Good big Reza. Well, you guys might remember Reza from a survival video. Yeah, 24-hour survival video in the mountains. Mm -hmm. A lot happened in that. We're going to come to it. We're going to talk about his survival instincts. Yeah. Reza, yeah, right now we're just talking about our end-of-the-year party we're throwing. You're welcome to come if Mr. Chad Keel wants to come along, too. Yeah. But we are going to – I was telling Dino over here, our young Padawan, that we need to really prove that we're a YouTube channel that lays the pipe. Right. And therefore, yeah. we need a lot of good-looking ladies – Dino, what are you, you going to do your part, or are you inviting your girlfriend there? Yeah, I can invite her. What day no, is No, we it? don't want or your actually... girlfriend. We don't want that. Oh, shit. All we right, want yeah. you to bring random chicks your age. That just seems to happen everywhere I go. They just, like, follow me in places. Mm. Uh-huh. Is uh, there any way you uh. can recruit some girls to this party? I mean, where would you start? I mean, is there a kind of a maybe a, a comic book store by your house that you could attend? I would start by unzipping my pants, and mm. then they would line up. No. Oh, okay. It's probably, actually, if it's the right kind of girl, he does have a large penis, it's possible. But, Dino, honestly, man, we need you to get to work. Okay, I think this is, we tried to get off the ground the idea of TikTok Dino once. We wanted him to sincerely just dance on TikTok. He's got a nice skinny physique. He's, if he shaves his facial hair and uses shampoo, he's actually quite attractive. He is. If we get that going, you set up a really nice hinge profile, we can get, I think, by this weekend, three groups of girls from Dino. I mean, it would be great. I mean, you gotta you gotta kind of uh, amp up kind of what's gonna go down at this party. You can't just say, "Hey, this guy Mudflap's gonna be there." For example, you kind of don't open with that, right? I mean, you yeah, can't open. Y'all have to like leech off all my clout and my swagger. If you send him a picture of Swolby, for example, try only for the face. I mean, the kid's got a good face, he's got nice light eyes, and he's got good hair. You know what I mean? Don't tell him. What size yeah. he is in height or anything like that. You know what I mean? Tell you know? him, all love to Swolby. If you send him a photo of Swolby, tell him it was a selfie taken in a funhouse mirror. <laughs> yeah, I'll, we'll have to take a picture of him next to like a clown car or some shit. <laughs> Swolby, I love you, buddy. I love, I love you it's too, It's okay, Swolby. it's okay. But what we're saying is, Dino, say there's going to be a tiger there. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Baby tiger. Don't let's mention. Go, okay, let's go baby tiger. It's not alarming. You know what I mean? That you can cuddle up with it. It's harmless for the most part. What do you think about that, Dino? Baby tiger fleshlight? I don't oh know. Oh, my God. What? Why do you have to make everything into a foul, sick little sexual What fantasy? else am I going to do with a baby tiger? Well, you say girls like baby tigers because they can pet them. Yeah. If I had a baby tiger, that'd be pretty well, sick. You lie, Dino. You oh, lie. Oh, shit. So we say, here's how it's going to go. Say we have an exclusive suite, because I used to work at the Wynn Encore in Las Vegas, the leading property in Sin City. We toured on the first day there that I got hired when they were doing the onboarding. We toured one of the high roller suites, the high roller suites that are reserved for Chinese oligarchs. Hmm. I'm talking $100,000 a night with Where was an this? elevator. This was at the Wynn Encore, baby. Wow. Or it was at... I think it was at the Encore. Okay. There are two identical And it buildings. was it was how much a night? Do you remember what it was? I Leo, I just said what a hundred oh, grand a night. A hundred grand a night? Yeah. Wow. A hundred grand a night. And they had personal blackjack tables in there so that these fucking guys, after doing, I don't know, God knows what, carving up a small country mm. and uh, rigging an election, whatever they're doing. They go in there and they're just playing blackjack privately in their hundred thousand dollar a night suite. Jesus. 
and who knows how much they're dropping on that table. I, we uh, tell we're that's where we're partying. That's the point right. I'm getting at. We're partying at one of those suites, and there's a fucking tiger. And then you tell the Chinese woman, like, yo, I got a baby tiger. That shit's like exotic teriyaki. Jesus Christ, Dino. I'm confused. Dino, first of all, the idea... That's how you get the Chinese woman. You no, tell we're not, you got a baby tiger? We're not telling the Chinese blackjack dealer that we have a baby tiger. Yeah. Okay, We're not actually staying in the suite. I know you're having trouble following this. We need you to tell the girls on Hinge about the baby tiger. I get right. what you did. You're saying that Chinese people eat animals that Westerners don't eat. I can switch eat. my language to Chinese only on Hinge. And then... Say I got by baby tiger. You know, I got something. Listen, uh, you're decent on the this computer. Guy, this guy, Reza. Photoshop, stuff like that. I want you to make a flyer with a really cute baby tiger on it. Yeah. And once you get these girls on Hinge, you get their number, you text them that you mass text this flyer, mm-hmm. with the address to the party, which mm-hmm. will be given to you in the future. It's uh, 3000 Paradise Boulevard. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the address of the win. And uh, hopefully y- you'll hit, but please do not... Please not mention your political affiliations at all, or or, no. or basically anything. I feel uh, like I could save a lot of time if I just had a duffel bag and some blow darts. Oh my god! What does that mean? As you're going to incapacitate the woman or the tiger? I could do both. What do you mean? Explain that joke to us. Or I'm not well, even sure. Like, if it was why a joke. do I need to like go on Hinge and do all this baby tiger shit? Okay, he's going to incapacitate the women. So you're gonna you're gonna go you're gonna get a disguise. Maybe you're gonna hide like in a bush or something, and and, and like a, like a native per se, and come out and. <laughs> And hit it, hit their neck, right? Hopefully, that's. I'm well that trained. I'm pretty used to doing it. It's pretty easy. Oh, honestly, what is? This might be a good question for our guest. What would be the best thing to dip a dart in so that it could inca- incapacitate yeah, a human? Reza, you might know that. Yeah. Mm. Right up to the mic, Reza. Also, yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, there's different plants that you could put in water, and then Ooh. if you dip it in there. It will. There's a compound mm. in the plant, and it poisons the blood. Mm. Yeah, like well, poison, poison ivy. I'll get them with the poison ivy dart. Poison ivy. Reza, what do you think done. about this? My father is a retired judge, and he used to tell me stories of the county jail and even some of the darker prisons in California. A common move was you roll up a newspaper into a spear. <laughs> you roll it up real sharp, and then you pee on it. You leave it in the windowsill of your cell, let it dry out in the sun, calcify, and then a week later you pee on it again. And you just keep doing this until it turns into a rock-hard spike. Wow. Next, because just something sharp isn't good enough, you start dipping the tip in the toilet after you take a big doo-doo. That way you get your own human waste on the end and it becomes a poisonous barb. Dino, is this a technique you'd be willing to employ? That... Is genius. Honestly, mm-hmm. I can't think of much things that are better. Like if you only have a toilet, if you only have a newspaper on hand, you got to do what you got to do to like reinforce your weapon, get an mm. upgrade. Danny, I remember you making some prison uh, wine. Yeah, I did make What's that wine. called? It's Pruno. Pruno. Now you had yeah. no problem giving that to people on the old Vegas Strip. No problem. Well, one of the guys I gave it to was an ex-felon who used to drink Pruno. Mm. To be fair, I don't think I let it sit long enough to become very strong. Mm. I think I was the minimum amount of days you need to let it sit. I think I let it sit a day shorter than that. So it was just starting to turn alcoholic. People get sick from this. Um pruno probably yeah i think i've heard they've gotten sick from it my girlfriend's 
cousin, body cowboy, who we've actually spoken to on this podcast, he recently did a stint in county jail, and uh, he made very good friends with the Pruno guy. So maybe he's the guy we should ask about this. Yeah. He, you, what would he go to jail for? I think he beat the shit out of somebody. Jesus. Do How'd you, know, you make Pruno? I made Pruno. You can find the instructions anywhere. It's really quite simple. It's a bunch of oranges crushed up, and you put it all in a Ziploc bag. For some reason, that's always the vessel you make it in. Oranges, sugar cubes, and ketchup. Those are the ingredients I remember. Maybe, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's basically it. Ugh. Oranges and ketchup, that sounds... Sounds disgusting. Ketchup, yeah. ketchup or vinegar, I guess? But uh, just to reiterate here, Dino, that? you are convinced that all you'll need is blow darts or calcified newspaper spikes to get women to our party. Yeah, I mean, or just like a rope or like a rock or like... Old school. Pretty much anything. You got to be resourceful these days. Uh -huh. You always got to be prime and ready in a moment's notice because uh -huh. you don't want that chance to slip you up. I remember uh -huh. Reza telling me that throwing rocks is an effective way to catch some food in the wild, right? I mean, is that still true? Yeah, totally. I mean, or a stick. Uh, or a stick. I mean, a stick is one of the most effective weapons, like a rabbit yeah. stick, just a simple stick mm -hmm. that you have. You can throw that hard enough to break a deer's leg, or if you throw that at someone's head, wow. you're going to you wow. take them out. Dino, well, there you go. You got your technique. I don't know if you're aware of how strict the laws are for transporting an unconscious co-ed across state lines. They're pretty bad. Dino, uh, listen, jail time for you, I think that you're Best move would once again, what we told uh, another one of our uh, associates here to to use. But please claim to be a woman if you are arrested, yep, because absolutely. Dino, if you go to jail, buddy, I'm gonna have a fun time in women's jail. And for in women's jail, maybe, yeah, sure. Yeah, in women's jail, you'll have a great time. Yeah, Dino, it's so true. You got to be like the Colorado shooter, non-binary instantly, at least, preferably, go she her. Just yeah. go she her, dude. Yeah, it's definitely the safer bet. Go she, her, 100%. You know what I've been thinking, Leo? I mean, we always say you're Latinx. As my 52 and me, what are those called? 23 and me. As my 23 and me recently told me, I am very, very Spanish. Uh -huh. And as you guys all Wait, know. Wait, what? You, you took one? My mom did. Oh, your mom. Yeah, you're, I'm you're super very Spanish. Spanish yeah. And also, again, I had my penis side by side with Foos in that double vaginal. I'm pretty much LGBTQ plus, yeah. and I'm also Latinx. I, I 100% you're Latinx. I'm dude. a Latinx gay man. We're both Latin. Your mother sold out <laughs> yeah. your DNA to the government, dude. Her DNA. Well, it's sort of mine. It's close enough to yours to where they can trace it back Listen, easily. As a, as a Latinx gay man, the government has no beef with me. But Dino... You, the reason we know you would suffer miserably in straight prison is because think about how D, how rich Dino would be if he had an OnlyFans. Dino, we know, uh, you know, we've showed you, I don't know if you've ever actually looked at this guy's Twitter. This Two base for an OnlyFans, dude. one guy that we know. But Dino, uh, uh, <laughs> who's know, that guy, Leo? Yeah, that guy that we can't really talk about. There's a man that uh, he might post really gnarly pictures. And uh, Nico might be obsessed with them too. Nico is obsessed with them in a weird way. It's kind of like a love hate, right? Because he, when you really love somebody, yeah. what the opposite of love is not hate. It's uh, indifference. You know, hate and love are really close. So that's very profound, Leo. We've yeah, it's true. We've found uh, Nico looking at this guy's OnlyFans and just and we know him. guy. You know, and, this guy. Uh, we'll know beat him. the shit out of him. This guy's got a big old penis. I yeah. don't like a big tallywhacker dude yeah. like this running around. He might be fucking Jill. Huh? 
Leo, 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 Leo. I know, buddy. The holiday season. It's too much. It's just, I'm getting so many chicks. It's the, well, I know, man, and it's the most wonderful time of the year, but it's also the most hectic, buddy. Well, looks I'm just, I got so many chicks, and, I you know, know. I, got, I got one chick, and she's Presbyterian. Well, you better not hold up, hold off the shopping to the last minute, buddy. You're going to get overwhelmed. And what are you well, going to get yeah, the Presbyterian? I'm going to get the Presbyterian probably a nice little uh, nativity scene. Mm. Send her that. Mm. But then I, I'm dating a Jewish broad now, too. i got to mm. get her a dreidel. And then this one chick I'm dating, I uh, I met her at a local drum and bass club, Kwanzaa mm. Celebrator. Oh, wow. And I had her. I just, you know, what am I going to send her? I, well, but I, just, how am I going to get all these They're all over moving? the nation, buddy, and I got I got an idea for you. Our greatest, our one of our greatest supporters, and we and and we just love their product, ShipStation. Mm. All right, and everyone, of course, is going to wait till the last minute to do their shopping. So I say, use Ship, guys. You need to get ShipStation now. Now it's the thir- it's the twelfth. It's going to be the thirteenth tomorrow when this podcast comes out of December. It's important for you guys to ship out your orders. It's so important with ShipStation, you're going to get the cheapest and best price. But also, it just makes it so easy to use the dashboard. Oh, it's the best. It's it's unbelievably it's intuitive. So it is. It really intuitive. is. And Leo, you said that they're our best supporter. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been with us this entire time. Remember how sometimes they just they send us like, oh, what's this? There's a box on my doorstep mm-hmm. from the CEO of ShipStation. Right. His name is uh, Brian Magellan. Oh, he's the man. And you it? open it up, and there's vintage Playboys in there. <laughs> And he just, they just send us vintage Playboys because we're such good customers. I mean, and we do such good work for them. What a guy. You know what I mean? Brian Pers- Magellan. I mean, look, the holidays are stressful, Danny, and oh. I'm bringing it back to that. But oh. for me, I know that if I'm going to get my Octopo rings out in time, yeah. if I'm going to get my my new necklaces, I'm, gonna, I'm designing some necklaces here. Um, I just dropped some merch. Yeah, Danny just dropped drop some merch. If we're going to get it out in a timely fashion at the best rates, oh. ship stations our best friend. And you know that. It's, and it's going to be the, the audience's best friends, too, if there are any of them who are entrepreneurs, which they all should be. Well, yeah, guys, if you're going to sell anything online, and, and you should, because as Gary V has shown all of us, it's probably the best part-time gig out there. You go you hunt hustle. for stuff. Yeah, do you it. Got, you got to go. Listen, you got to go to the garage sales. Mm-hmm. Get a lamp. Pick up a tablecloth. Resell it on Facebook Marketplace. Hell your yeah. ship station. And ship station you're a, works. You're a fucking asshole if you're all not your favorite station. places Fuck to sell, too, Gary. Fuck you, dude. It works with all your play- favorite places to sell online. Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Fuck Shopify. Jeff Bezos, buy stock. And you manage every order from one simple dashboard. That is my favorite thing by far. It's so easy to use, man. It's one dashboard, and that is it. Give him the code, Leo. No, we can to hook him up with something, aren't we? And also, one more thing to add before I give them the code, 130,000 customers, all right? 130,000. And 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 98% of companies, this is the really the, the craziest stat, uh, that stick with ShipStation for a year become customers for life. Oh, yeah. Like us. Yeah. There's now, a, uh, you get buried, actually. There's a burial mm-hmm. plot at the ShipStation headquarters right, in San Diego, California. Right, if you want to just really commit to that. And right. there, are, there are gravestones from the 1800s. All right, because people were people. using, yeah, they were shipping, uh, uh, I think people would just ship like it, like a, a bonnet. A, yeah, there we go. A revolver. Yeah, yeah muskets. A horseshoe. If you had yeah. to ship a horseshoe in 1836, you shipped it through a ShipStation. Exactly. And those guys are dead. In the San Diego campus of ShipStation now, because they were customers for life. God, man, ShipStation is unbelievable. <laughs> Mr. Magellan's the man. The, this Mr. holiday Mesh. season, Shout out Mr. Magellan, guys. But, but seriously, get ShipStation. Uh, it, it's it's going to save you me in the end, and it makes your life 
10 times easier if you're trying to make some coin by selling some stuff in the e-commerce world. This holiday season, give yourself the gift of stress-free holiday sh- shipping. Use promo code LDS today at ShipStation.com to sign up for your free 60-day trial. And they still give us a free 60-day trial. Now use promo code LDS today at ShipStation.com to sign up for your free trial. And uh, that's ShipStation.com promo code LDS. Go out there and make some coin, guys. Dino, the huh. money the money is alluring. You know, I don't know. Uh, your future, you know, with this this egg that you want to build and stuff, you're going to need a lot of money, kid. You are. And I don't need money. If you want to build a space station. I know you I'll think that your investments. Trash. I know that both Dino and Austin were very, very excited when I came in today because they have they entered a tournament, much like Magic: The Gathering, but it's with oh, yeah. anime cards. Danny, it's one piece. They went to a place with all these guys that just have no chance of getting pussy. You know what I mean? Just oh, yeah. zero chance of getting oh, pussy. And they, oh yeah, they traded their little cards, and I guess Austin got second place. I think the average weight was probably. 280. So, <laughs> yeah, they at least weigh twice as much as me. Can, can we do this, guys? I really want to understand this. Mm. I used to really like Magic the Gathering up until my post-college life. I'd always go over to College Boy's house. We would mm. drink Carlo Rossi wine till 5 in the morning playing Magic the Gathering. It's really fun. Magic's time. Is Magic at the very top of the card game hierarchy? Where are we on this thing? I would say Yu-Gi-Oh's probably at the top. Magic's up there too. Pokemon? Magic's better than Yu-Gi-Oh. Can you no, play Pokemon? No, I just mean like player base wise, like how many people play. How well, people take Magic more seriously though, right? Yeah, probably. And then where is Pokemon relative to Yu-Gi-Oh and Magic? Pokemon's pretty low because it's like really quite easy. Uh, but One Piece is pretty up there now. Like it, but it's just now starting out. I just uh, for me, Leo, mm-hmm. it's if you're gonna do something, you go top shelf. Yeah. If you're going to be a comedian, don't be a clown. Don't be a mime. Don't be, uh, I don't even know. I'm running out of the guys that to they, there's guys that pump up the audience at like at the Ellen DeGeneres show. Those yeah. guys are like really scoffed. Well, I mean, those guys at least are standups. I'm talking about like, don't be like, don't be goat versus fish. How about that? Or don't be Gallagher. Okay. Don't smash watermelons with mallets. Do something that has some sort of economic feasibility. Yeah. If you're going to play a card game, Make it magic. Don't make it one piece. Hey, it just came out though, so it's like all first print cards. Like, I've, all, I bought like four cards for five bucks each. They're now worth thirty five dollars each. Just well, in the last oh, you might as well weeks. retire at this point. I mean, Danny, how how have we not done a Magic: The Gathering video yet? Come on, me and you in a Go tournament. Go to a tournament? Yeah, many. Dude, Manny, Manny goes to a tournament. Oh, oh, you have the shivin' drag, the shivin' draggy. <laughs> you have a three mountain and two forest mana. You would tap him. You wait two turns, and then he wow, he burned down your village. <laughs> Dude, you're gonna have to give, you have to give, feed me some lines. Now, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I don't know the first thing about Magic Whoa. the Gathering, dude. Yeah, I I, I, I used first. to play it. It's fun. So tell me though, I want to hear about Austin and Dino's experience. You guys get there. There are a bunch of obese men who probably smell. Yeah. How do you blend in in this crowd? I stick out like a sore thumb. Uh-huh. We're the only normal people. Uh-huh. We're a couple girls. A couple mm-hmm. chicks. Yeah. Cute. It's not bad looking, surprisingly. But I think they were there with their husband or something. That's Aww. maybe. It's the siren song that lures ships into the rocks. Mm. The fact that there are a couple fit girls with big titties at Comic-Con every year, mm. and occasionally one of them shows up at a Magic the Gathering tournament, that makes all these nerds think there's pussy at the end of the tunnel. 
No. And there's not, dude. And there's and not. Not. Not in the fucking one piece trading card game. Oh my this god. One guy smelled so fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> smelled so bad. So tell me, Austin, you guys get in there. There's a couple cute chicks. Dino's already fixing up his blow darts and hiding behind the counter. Well, I went to the tournament originally the day before, the same place, and Derek was too hungover and throwing up sick, so he couldn't. Oh, Mr. Christian! Yeah, I couldn't make it to the the card tournament. Uh, Mr. Man of God, what did you uh, celebrate? Where were you celebrating, Dino? I was just fucking being based, He's dude. Content. Yeah, I was trying to film a video. <laughs> Tell right, me about right. this video. We're gonna have to backtrack. I'm sorry, Austin and audience. Where were you drinking and filming this video? The Grove. It was really fucking cold, though, so I drank a lot of alcohol to try and warm up. Did you get caught? But then I was just really drunk, so it's hard to film. It's a very difficult place to to film. Have you ever... uh, Did you get caught real quick? The Grove, for people who are curious, it is... It looks like Main Street Disneyland. Right. And it's a really high-end shopping mall here in L.A., built by Rick Caruso, Mm -hmm. and it prides itself on being immaculately clean, Mm family-friendly, no homeless people, and they also have a very strict no-YouTuber policy. Right. Very, very strict. They will kick you out and ban you for Uh, life. So strict that I've been there like a million times. Tell me how it went. (laughs) You get there, you forgot a jacket or a sweatshirt, you're really cold, you just happen to have some vodka on hand? Uh, Yeah, I, I find the vodka on the side of the street, no way. Yeah, definitely. Is that true, Austin? That's not true. Come on, <laughs> be honest I'm, with us. Be honest with us. We're not talking about how you're going to get chicks anymore. All right, I'm 21, uh-huh. so I bought some vodka. Okay. Okay. And then, uh, shit, man, I just, it was cold as fuck, so I got really drunk, and then... What was the premise of the video? <laughs> the premise of the video was uh, I had some breath mints, and then I talked to chicks, and then whenever they'd start talking, like, oh, God, your fucking breath reeks. That's kind of funny. And then I'd give them some breath mints. That's kind of funny. And then Dino? I tried, I think I tried some mommies and shit. Did, but... the, women, did the women like it? Uh, no, they all hated me, but it was hilarious. Mm. <laughs> all right. You were hammered drunk doing this. I'm sure you said some other very offensive stuff that wasn't in regards to their breath. Uh, quite possibly true. At what point are you blacked out? I don't know. I don't think I've ever blacked out. Hmm. Usually the vomiting the next morning comes with a blackout the night before. Did you at some point just not remember anything more? What's the last thing you remembered the day before? Or do you remember everything all the way until bedtime? I remember everything. It's just I don't have much fat on me and I don't Hmm. eat anything really. Mm -hmm. And I just drank like a bunch of water. So like. I don't get these guys. I just went hungover as fuck. It's it's a THC (laughs) dependency. When you smoke. The fuck up in the morning so many times over and over again. One day your body's like, I'm not going to eat unless you give me THC. It's what they give bulimic and uh, anorexic girls. I would know. I would know. Yeah, because you qualify as one of those. Almost. I did it four times. Almost. I do qualify as bulimic because I did do it four times. Dino, so you get hammer drunk on an empty stomach. I want to ask about what you ate today, but we just keep getting further and further away from the car turns. I ate an egg. A singular egg. And a cheese hot dog. Oh, my God. That is disgusting. A cheese hot dog. That is foul. 7-Eleven. Dino, you do your bit. You're hammered drunk. Austin, who drives you home? Um, Aaron. Who's that? It's uh, the guy you call Remy. The guy that looks like a Scandinavian porn star. Uh, Oh, yeah. Remy. So he drives you back to your place all the way up in kingdom come Los Angeles. 
you go back into your parents' house. You get into the room next to theirs. They're, no, he drove me back to the studio, and then... You slept here? Yeah, I slept here. Okay, thank God. Because, you know, their parents would be going to town on each other. And <laughs> maybe that, I was thinking in my head, is the reason <laughs> no. that Dino vomited everywhere. I, they, I would... they share a wall, and they have sex constantly. Right. Dino, that's tough, and I'm sorry that you have to deal with that. It's some sort of child abuse, for sure. I don't know why they have to be so loud. You know what I mean? Yeah. That recording that you and then Austin, it, that was really oh, Austin went to the card tournament. But remember that he locked. But let's me talk in about here. that. Let's talk let's about that the recording. recording. The recording was messed us. up. Oh my god! And then because we heard a power <laughs> drill, right? We we heard the power <laughs> drill, and then that made me think, oh my god, is Dino's dad making a glory hole? through the wall they share dino i mean look that is child abuse if your father just puts his erect cock into your room for some <laughs> odd reason and we know he's that got, is fucked up we know dude. he's got the clearance too i mean he's a he's a schlosser oh yeah that thing yeah, goes all you, the way you'd through. be really you'd be shocked about what i found out on leo and friends about dino dino apparently yeah. he goes into one of those he goes into the vr world and he makes himself an avatar right like some guy and then they go and they meet in a room <sighs> with all his friends and they watch the same pornography Danny. He slander. jerks off. He jerks off with a bunch of like random guys in in their own avatars. His design is he kind of looks like the lagoon monster. He's got like it's like fins and I guess his character swims Do or you know, something. How but. can you call anything gay? Or how can you Cuz Leo made all this shit up in no, his I gay mind, no, bro. I was sleeping this. on the couch during the Patreon and Do he slandered me. Mitch Mitch was very shocked that this happened. That's too. definitely and true. I, Why Leo I've hung out with Leo for the last four years, and right. I've done a lot of improvising with him. Mm -hmm. There's no way Leo's improv mind would ever come up with something like that. I exactly. just know how it works. I I'm don't even know about this VR world. I didn't know that you could <laughs> do all that. You have your own avatar, and you can look around and see everybody else Dino, jerking off to the same porn. I mean, it, God. I mean, your party, your Republican, your guys' big thing is like, oh, stop the groomers. Stop the indoctrination in school. Stop the furries. Mm -hmm. Stop all this perverse sex play. But here you are dressed up like a swamp monster <laughs> beating yourself silly next yes. to maybe a child it could be who knows who it is or a 50 year old man uh, it could be a, who knows who it is do what you do you have to say for yourself bud bro hell no i don't even watch <laughs> porn that shit's gay all right he's not gonna come clean about it so you're in here you pass out on the couch you throw up how many times do you throw up the next morning i couldn't tell you i threw up so much i just Damn. would throw up and then drink water and then throw up and then drink water at what time did you stop throwing up like i don't know it's hard to tell time in here because there's no like light it's like but, a uh, casino, it was like yeah. 3 p.m maybe okay. and then i just laid there like in silence that's really really late okay dino when you're hammered drunk do you have the instincts to hit up your girlfriend the one you went official with a few episodes ago um I just went to sleep. Tino, did her mother find out about you? I mean, that used to happen to me. Well, to be honest, it happens to me even now. I yeah. mean, last year I met a girl that I thought was dope, and then sure enough, her mother found out about me by a little Google, right? And <laughs> oh, shit. there's way too much going on in that Google where she's like, I don't want him around you. Mm. You know what I mean? Does that, did that happen to you? Because that girl, you you stopped mentioning her. You went. I mean, you guys were, it seemed like an unbelievable romance. I heard just, wedding bells. Same. I knew it was, I mean, he was going to be the guy that met this girl and all of a sudden he's like, listen, I'm serious now, Danny. I stopped smoking weed. I got a corporate job. I want to provide for this woman yeah. and Stop have kids. Smoking weed. Yeah. What Stop if he turned you know? hella left wing? He probably will. Oh, the right sure. girl will make him. So you don't think like, oh, 100%. Think about like, look, if Sky Bree was not 
a porn star because I know Dino has his morals. But if Scott oh, Bree was a random ditzy anime or Kazumi, chick, he likes Asians. Exactly, oh, he loves it. You remember his face when he grabbed Kazumi's tits? Absolutely, I do. If I'll Kazumi, never forget it. if Kazumi was like trans rights or human rights, non-binary is a real identity. Mm-hmm. Dino would fucking go switch his pronouns. On Here's Instagram. the thing: I don't even. Have, I don't have the processing power to like. Try and do all that shit. Like, I would slip up within like an hour or something. Based. No. Not mm. if Pussy was on the line. Mm. So, Dino, you threw I don't up know, a lot. Man. Let's go back. Congratulations, by the way. That sounds like a really productive day. It know. was really good. <laughs> Austin, tell me about the tournament. Okay, so there were like. There were like 25 fat guys um, with beards, <laughs> mainly Hispanic. Really? Wow, and that is odd. Did not think the Hispanics are really getting their fingers in a lot of areas of the world. Recently, they're mainly our fans. They That's love our the, channel. Too, we love they them. Love our channel. But go ahead. What's going on? Uh, a couple cool black guys, mm-hmm. and even a, I got second place. What is it about a black man that even if he's at a goddamn Yu-Gi-Oh tournament, he's still going to be like he could still spit some game? Yeah, and he's probably the best one there. Yeah, exactly. Even even at the card games, huh? Yeah. This, Skater of the Year this year, Thrasher Magazine. They always anoint the Skater of the Year who had the gnarliest parts or was just killing it the hardest. Tyshawn Jones, I think his name was. Mm-hmm. It's just black dudes dominate everything. All mm-hmm. right, They even dominate skateboarding, which is just the nerdiest, whitest activity one could ever imagine. It's wild. But, I mean, you think, like, uh, like you know, them becoming more liberal as they do seem – I mean, honestly, most black guys that you talk to person to person are conservative – but if you if they really start getting going to the left in a hundred years, they might not be the cool ones anymore. They might not be the ones that can dance. You know what I mean? Like it might be Latino. Now nah, it's probably you need to canceled, bro. You can't say that shit. What do you mean? You can't say that shit. And then a hundred years, black guys might not be able to dance well because they're so dorky. Yeah, I think it's fucked up. Dino's just saying, okay. he's just saying words. Don't even listen to him. Um, so, Austin, you got second place. You should yeah, have uh, yeah. rewarded yourself by punching yourself directly in the face. <laughs> hey, I mean, I won maybe like $70 worth of cards. Wow. Your cards have appreciated by $10, and you won $70, not even in USD. They gave him more cards. Wow. <laughs> what a scam. Did you, what was the entrance fee for the tournament? Uh, five bucks. Okay, it's not too bad. No, I thought it was going to be like 150 bucks. Still, I mean, you were paying these people to waste your time. Anything else happened there, Austin? Any other observations? Um, not really. Not not anything that would make me sound cool. The way you're <laughs> describing it, they all kind of like, was there a few guys that looked like Mudflap there? Uh, Mexican Mudflap. <laughs> Mexican like, Mudflap? Yeah. What if we had Mudflap hey, in the middle of the tournament just Honestly, some of you those think- Mexican mudflaps made mudflap look like a Victoria's Secret model. Wow. These guys, their shoes were compromised under the weight hey, of he's, their bodies. Mudflap, is, he's slimming down a little bit. Yeah, he is. Let's see. It, I mean, it could compromise his brand. But I say with that, we bring our attention over to our guest over here. Um, before uh, we continue, I guess I, I would say you just came back from Ukraine. But before anything else, yeah, Reza, so is, Reza is a survivalist. You were on... Wait, um, he's a survival expert. A survival expert. That makes me think he's got a compound in North Dakota and he's stockpiling guns. Do you? You say he's a survivalist. A survivalist is an actual thing. Mm -hmm. A survivalist is preparing for doomsday or a government meltdown. Or like a prepper or something like that, Yes, a doomsday prepper. Which, that's cool, too. Is that you at all? No, that's like anti-me. That's not me at all. Got it. You are a survival expert. 
you survive in the elements, but you're a regular person who yeah. lives a normal life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Reza, we were up there. It was really one of the gnarliest things we've ever done on the channel. Yeah, well, you were For losing us. your mind uh, around that time. I mean, you, you came up with that other bit with the uh, with the pigs and, and all that <laughs> during that time that we will never talk about. But you were doing things like, okay, 24-hour survival challenge, and it was snowing. And you yeah. thought this was a great idea. It was gnarly. And it was more gnarly for me because I wasn't in Candy Cane Alley. No, like you were. son of a bitch. <laughs> remember Candy Cane Alley? Res yeah. Very yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh, man. But Austin was there, too. I forgot all, yeah. the, all uh, three of us in this room. Or four of us. I remember Reza telling this fucking crazy story about, uh, were you in Africa where you didn't eat for 40 days and you were surviving off the land for well, 40 days? Let's talk days? a little bit about our trip. Yeah. Like, so oh, well, yeah, no, okay. let, yeah, let's revisit. And then I just, I wanted to give him some qualification. I like to, the Italian thing to do when you first introduce someone is kind to be like this fucking guy he gets so much fucking pussy he's got a nine inch cock oh we he's the man it. this he, guy's the fucking man he drove up in a maserati yeah a this guy Mad you gotta fucking respect this guy so yeah hey, i wanted to do that to him he lives know. in a four million dollar fucking spanish castle up in that laurel canyon fuck yeah he's got fucking two naked chicks there right now waiting for him <laughs> now that we've introduced you yes I like that how i know to you that was absolutely kindergarten shit mm. when we stayed up there on that hillside. <coughs> it was pretty yeah. close to civilization, but it was. I mean, we slept outside with nothing more than sleeping. Did we even have sleeping bags? I don't yeah. think we had sleeping bags. To bring one item. Yeah, you're an bring asshole, dude. And I brought Coronas. <laughs> I brought Coronas. Yeah. I think in Linig we sent in Linigi <laughs> to get more alcohol. That's the only thing we sent him to get. Too, yes. Which was, uh, yeah, we did. That was, I think, when we did Yosemite, we started loosening up a little bit. We realized that the content would be better if we could eat. Yeah. If we maybe had some yeah. shelter a night. But that yeah. first one we did, we slept just on our sides yeah. in the dirt, the yeah. freezing dirt. Yeah. next to the fire. Yeah. That was all we could get. Yeah, it's hard to do shit when you're actually cold, huh? Oh, Super like hard. When you're not. cold and hungry. And you can't you, be funny. No, you want to do stuff, but you can't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was... It was rough, man. And Because the fire, is, it seems sweet, but in that weather... The fire really only heats up the part of your body that's close to it. Yeah. So yeah, if yeah. you're curled up in the fetal position, your forearms and yeah. your shins are getting warm. Yeah. But meanwhile, your vital organs are still freezing. No, it was cold. Like you're hot, like you're hot in the front, but your back is cold. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you gotta like rotate every once in a while. Yes. I was once on a survival course and it was so cold that I was so close to the fire and the next morning I woke up and I cooked my forehead. Mm -hmm. It looked oh. like beef jerky. But you, you had to do it though. No, it was yeah, it was that cold. How cold is it? How to. cold? What was the temperature like that? God, night? it had to be in like the the twenties or something. But Jesus. you're exposed and you're doing a survival course, so you didn't bring. You know, you're not out there with a sleeping bag and all your gear, so you're just out next to a fire. Right. So that's why it healed up nicely, though. That's good at least. I know, but I I feel like I'd actually have even less wrinkles if that never happened. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's you know. Yeah. You see what you're saying. Yeah. And I'm old. I'm yeah. like. But how, how old are you? I'm 38. Wow, you look, you look great. Yeah, thank you. Leo would have it's thrown horrible. himself into a ravine if Leo cooked his face accidentally. It's true. Because he is a very vain man. not been happy. I mean, uh, yeah, that's all I got. What's your you background, know? Leo? Uh, my mom's uh, Gay, Colombian. <laughs> not Colombian, okay. Dino. Colombian, my, and my dad's Argentinian-Italian, which is, uh, you know, this is why I'm wearing... Argentina, if they win one more game, they play in the World Cup. And yeah, right. Uh, most people would agree that they have the greatest soccer player in the universe of all time, Messi, uh, Lionel Messi. So if he wins the World Cup, he's like cemented as the greatest of all time. And I showed you his Instagram. He's got 389 million followers. And 
a very hot wife, Danny. Whatever. Um, I used to play soccer when I was in fifth grade, not even fifth grade, when I was five years old. Mm. I used to chase around the soccer ball. My mom would bring me there in the four to win star. Mm. Good stuff, Messi. You ever score? You're playing a game that five year olds. Yeah, you ever I, score a goal? A hell yeah, dude. Wow. I never got into soccer. I was an old dude. It's, you think it's a child's I'd, game. Yeah, you think the thing you it. would like about the Argentinian team? It's a it's a bunch of Danny Mullins, dude. You know what the goalkeeper did? When he he saved two penalties against the Netherlands, he went up to their bench, went like this, and he goes, I fuck you guys twice. Uh-huh. He said that to him. Well, that's bold words from a man who's basically playing with Legos. That's true. It's a children's game. It's a children's dude. game, but there's a lot of pressure. You know, they got their nation really following closely. You know what I mean? You know the views the world gets? Oh, it's, it's so exciting, Leo. Yeah, one goal per game is considered really high scoring. <laughs> Look, I understand. So I'm not going to go watch an MLS game, but I will tell you that the World Cup is an exciting uh, yeah, event. It. It's an event. It. It's it's like countries battling each other How for do you supremacy. Even, the camera is about 30,000 feet above the stadium. That's what it is. It's just like this bird's eye view of a bunch of idiots chasing around a round thing. How do you even know it's messy out there? Messi well, could just he's, pay some other guy to run around. The cameras are so far he's, pulled out. You can tell because of the way he like moves, basically. But you're right. There is a there's there's a lot of people that do agree that there needs to be a kind of a production change in the way they show soccer, and there has to be a, some closer angles and stuff like that. There's definitely a lot wrong with the game, and I completely agree with you. But yeah. there is a mass appeal that's interesting, and I don't. I don't think we'll ever really it's like, understand. It's like it. it's war. It's like war, exactly. but no one's dying. But no one's dying. Yeah. That's one hundred percent what it is. It's the yeah. truth. Yeah, that is what it is. I, I sincerely hope people who play in the World Cup, um, what? <laughs> what? I just I, if something bad happened to the. What? <laughs> they did. They did. You know what happened? There was what a journalist, happened? Danny, in Qatar. <laughs> Qatar is a country where yeah. you don't have white privilege. No, well, they're, they're civil rights. Excuse me. They're human rights. Oh, really bad. up to snuff over there. You know what they did to the journalist, buddy? His, na- his name was, I forget his name. We can probably look this up. He decided that he wanted to wear a trans lives LGBTQ shirt mm-hmm. to the game, mm-hmm. right? Against Argentina and the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. He suddenly came down with a mysterious illness and he died that day. Oh, wow. That's the only thing redeeming about soccer. Because <laughs> Real, what? Listen to Did me. They killed no, a guy. No, no. Listen to me. Listen to me. I, well, I, I, every I, once in a while, a game gets like really violent, right? Oh like, yeah, they'll no, rip like, someone's. No. They'll rip someone's head off. Head off. Or, I mean, that did right? happen in Brazil. They, uh, they, they sliced a referee's head off yeah, and they yeah. put it on the stake on the flag. I like that. I like yeah, that. This yeah. guy, dude, they fucking smoked this guy in Qatar. I like, I so I, Wait, I thought the official story with this guy was that he tripped and fell and hit his head. See, there's Am different stuff going out uh, around Look everywhere. I heard he, oh, it was okay. an illness. And I want to oh. specify that I was not celebrating this man's demise. No, of course I, not. It just, it reminded me that, okay, let me put it this way. Mm-hmm. This is going to seem pretty dark. But soccer, we can say objectively, is the worst sport ever invented. Yeah. Your yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh tournament was more exciting, Austin. There's no, there's no stakes. <laughs> okay. A guy, if a dude gets hit with a blade of grass, an errant blade of grass uh-huh. hits him in the leg, he falls to the ground and starts crying. Well, that is because that's part of the game. They oh, a great to. part of the game. Wow. It's not a great Being part, a of, the part that's, of the game. That's uh, nothing. Okay, it all sucks. Wait, what all about golf? Strat. Is golf a sport? Golf is better than this, okay? <sighs> golf, golf is, the, good, the good thing about golf, golf is when you're, you're playing golf, you're probably 
out there um, talking about pussy or you are <laughs> finalizing hundred million dollar real estate deals. That's okay? true. They, real they stuff golf, gets yeah. done on the golf. Some shit goes down. Real right. stuff. Soccer, though, it's mm. a bunch of overpaid crybabies mm. chasing an orb. I did it when I was five years old, and I probably did it better. Mm. The score is zero to zero, and it usually ends in a draw. Mm. The only thing that's redeeming is that the stadium is built on a bunch of dead bodies. They, they it, it was the modern day slaves. I it's, presume four hundred is the number. I guess it's of deaths. I mean, it's that's the only thing that links it back to the gladiatorial times of old. It feels a little bit like the Coliseum, not because the guys in there are doing anything cool in competition. It's because it was so perilous to build the place. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Penalties are kind of exciting. You, have you ever watched a penalty? Oh, so, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love when they pull out a yellow card and go, hey, stop doing that. It's mean. I love it. It's a great sport. I can't get enough. We should slide tackle people in public as is a bit, though. I would love that. That would be kind of fun. I, you know what? The only good thing about soccer is the guys get concussed when they do headers. Yeah. I hope they yeah. all really start emphasizing headers. I, I hope they make it illegal to kick the ball, and all you can do is headers, and I hope everybody gets CTE. They should just make it to where they can punch each other. I like that, oh, too. Oh, God. You can punch each other, and you can head the ball, and you can, to kick a goal, mm -hmm. they prop up one of the skeletons of the guys who died building the stadium. Oh my and God. you just have to behead him with a soccer ball. Oh, nice. What about the family? What about the family of that gentleman? <laughs> huh, Danny? They mouth the skeleton of the gentleman like a skeleton in science class, and they oh. line up his family. Oh, they line up his family, too, to watch. <laughs> this, is the, this is how the PK system works. Oh, my God. And then you got to, from 30 yards, you got to get the ball right on the guy's skeleton and just behead it right on his skull. Well, I guess like the, the, the sheer misery that his family's in is going to distract you and make you a little tighten up a little bit. So the stakes are going to be high. We need to reinvent soccer. are going to be high. Yes, Leo. We well, need higher stakes. The, okay. The, the way it was really what, what the game that it came from and resume. Uh, where are you from? I'm, uh, I'm half you Mexican, half Iranian. Iranian. Oh, he is, he is half Mexican, half Iranian. But listen, the Mexican, uh, like, I don't know if it was the Mayan. The hip game? The hip game that is ended that with the other team getting killed. The winner got killed. The, the, the winner got the killed. Winner. Sacrifice. The winner the got winner killed. Got sacrificed? Because that's the thing I love. I love the arguments that like, oh, it was so peaceful in the Americas. Native Sat. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You love that yeah, too, yeah, Reza? Yeah, yeah. I, love, I that. love that. I yeah. love that. But the, the, noble, the noble savage yes. myth. But at the same time, 100,000 people are getting their hearts ripped out at the top of a ziggurat. But yep. we're supposed to ignore that. But that was another thing. They would just, if you won the soccer game, they wanted to give the gods the best people, the kickball game, rather. So they would mm -hmm. sacrifice the winners. I see where you're going, Leo. We mm -hmm. absolutely must apply that to our new form of sport. You could remake the game of soccer and then have fans come out and play according to your new rules. Be great. Like if you take your dick out. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, what happens if you take your dick out? What do you talk? It's me and Leo. Of course, taking your dick out, it's going to be a big thing. It's a good thing. It'll, it's going to be a positive thing if you take your dick out. I think we give, uh, basically we need Nico. Mm -hmm. Every game needs Nico. Maybe we get his little brother. Mm -hmm. We have to breed Nico. So we have a bunch more Nikos for the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He played a lot of soccer too. He played uh, high school soccer. We Nico was our cameraman, Reza, if you remember him. Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah, get him Nico, Nico. Yeah. Yeah, at halftime. Nico gets completely blacked out. We mm -hmm. load him up on dick pills <laughs> and, we and he like watches deer having sex or something until oh he gets like God. really aroused and starts masturbating. And then we just, we turn him loose. We turn him loose on one of the benches <laughs> and they just have to kill him with their parents. <laughs>
<laughs> they just they have to play. Well, killing Nico, Nico bits. You come up with a killing Nico bit way too often. You one time you were like, Leo, what if we just fucking get a helicopter, drop Nico out of it? It'd fucking hilarious. So, dude, Danny, I I, I filmed with Danny Duncan this weekend. Oh, that's dope. And we he was gonna do a bit where this Australian daredevil he knows was gonna jump out of a helicopter, Ooh. and we were trying to negotiate getting Nico into the helicopter, getting him to jump out with his wee wee out. <laughs> Dude, wait, Danny Duncan didn't offer him a bunch of money? Uh, that's what we were hoping might happen. Uh, I did But uh, the helicopter thing, it was a no-go because it was cloudy. Yeah, 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 let's not do that. I me. asked Nico, I was like, dude, if Danny Duncan, because he's so fucking rich, if he was like a 25 grand to jump out of the helicopter with your little wee-wee, yeah, oh, he's, doing it. <laughs> he's doing Come it. On. He's doing but it. But Nico attacks the opposing bench, and they just have to kill him with their bare hands. Mm. Or one of Nico's descendants, because we got to breed Nico. <laughs> and he's completely naked, and he just comes out on like a wild man. Uh, Where were we? Well, well, why, we we have a man with uh, uh, just an, so much knowledge. He's just in Ukraine. He was he's uh, he survived for forty days in Africa with no uh, with no food and, and just regular water or whatever. But we're asking, we're we're deciding, we're designing a new game where Nico takes his wee wee out and attacks the bench in soccer. Why don't we? Like why don't we ask him? Ah! You, why don't we talk about why don't we talk about what's going on in Ukraine right now? How long were you there? I was there for three weeks. Wow, just now. Yeah. Yeah, wow, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. You so I, I went with a nonprofit, okay. uh, White Stork, and uh, their website is uh, OperationWhiteStork.org. But what they do is they deliver supplies to frontline units. Oh, so wow. the guys that are actually fighting on the front lines, fighting the Russians. Wow, how yeah. is morale over there? Morale was good. I mean, the the Ukrainian people are. They're just like they're prideful people, and That's they're one of the deadly sins. They're they be careful with that. I know, but they're gonna they're gonna fight till the last one of them, you know, dies. They're just gonna Damn. keep going, and that's that's what I gathered. Um, Was it cold? You know, if a drum, if a if a bomb drops in the city, they're out there cleaning it up that day. Like wow. within a day or two, that site is cleaned up. So they're wow. trying to keep morale high, even though they're getting bombed. Like. Constantly. Hmm. What kind of, okay, when they bomb a city, I mean, anybody that could be their women, children, or dying. Well, yeah, the thing is, is like Russians are fucking, they're, they're horrible at, uh, their weapon, their weapon systems are just like from the 80s. So that's, wow. that's a true thing. Yeah. Wow. So you like, hear a lot of that. You hear, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And even like they're using a lot of those Iranian drones. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I was there and while I was there for a week in Kyiv, they were trying to bomb this um, this oh, this um, electric electricity plant, mm -hmm. and they missed it every day. Jeez. So they would hit all the buildings around it, mm. but they couldn't hit the actual plant that they were aiming for. And that's their strategy. They're trying to take out the power grids so they were, people yeah. freeze to death because we're right. entering the winter now, and that's right. a weapon that they're using. Was it really cold? It wasn't cold yet. So mm. we had unseasonably, it was warm weather while we were there. So we got lucky. But right now, I guess it's freezing. So, mm. yeah. And they're still trying to knock out those power grids. Yeah, they're doing that. I think that they probably did a better job at that after we left. I think right after we left, they shot, they had one of their biggest missile days. They shot like 100 or 200 missiles oh my God. into that, into Ukraine. Mm. Holy shit. So they were just bombarding cities. Mm. So I think things got worse after so, we left. So they're doing this, and, uh, I mean, do the Ukrainian people kind of feel like at some point, you know, we're going to have to just give up? Or No, so what happened is, like, the is that America and the Western countries have kind of um, come to their aid, right? Mm -hmm. 
So we're giving them supplies. And when we started doing that, that just totally uh, changed the tide of war. Wow. Yeah. So while we were there, um, I was asking the guy that I was working with. I work with this uh, war correspondent, journalist, filmmaker. His name is Robert Young Pelton. And um, we were... We went, I was asking him last year, I was working on a documentary with him and I was like, when are we going to Ukraine? He's like, dude, we're not going to Ukraine right now because the Russians are bombing the hell out of them. Right. Right. So right when we went a few weeks ago, um, the Ukrainians were making the push and they're pushing the Russians out. So they're reclaiming a ton of territory. So if you ever go into a war zone, you don't want to go when, you know, people are invading. You want to go when there's the resistance and they're pushing the Russians out. So you were there when that was happening. How far were you from the front lines? Yeah, so, uh, you know, we came in from Krakow, and then we went through to, uh, we drove to Kiev mm-hmm. for a few days. Krakow's from Poland? Kiev. Yeah, Krakow's Poland, So yeah. you can still fly into the airport. It's the closest there. city. Gotcha. Yes. What is it like when you cross Ukraine. the border into Ukraine? Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it takes like an hour or two, right? Like mm-hmm. it's Long it's line of traffic? No, like, yes, usually there is, supposedly. We were told there was. When we went, there was almost no one going into the country. Uh-huh. Um, a few cars and then they kind of just let every, anyone in. Yeah. I mean, so they wow. just, they let you in. Like, I mean, what are you like, going to do? You're going to bring some pot into their country? Yeah. Patriot missiles flying through the air. Yeah. I mean, yeah. people, uh, people are going into the country to fight. It's a weird place. People are bringing in supplies. So they're, they're taking all the help that they can get. Right. Wow. I mean, uh, I went to Chad last year mm-hmm. and they held us in the airport for like two days and made us sleep on the floor. <laughs> like, oh my God. That, that country, but Ukraine was like, yeah, come on in. So, whatever. I wonder, whatever uh, you're so, you're a brave man because if I, I feel like if I was in Ukraine the entire time, I'd be thinking, God damn it. What an idiot I would be to just fucking somehow die while I'm doing this. Yeah. And, rid myself of the opportunity to get pussy for the rest of my life. I'm only 35. Yeah. There's a lot of ladies. You're 36. Yeah, but you kind of go to your original asshle. I'm kidding. Yeah, but, uh, but, but you, res- you know, we'll you're So why do you do it? There's Reza? a lot of pussy in Ukraine. I bet also, you. Right? Oh, hell yeah, so, there is. So. Reza does get a lot of pussy whenever he's doing these uh, these little uh, tours or and, whatnot. But, but and what, I'm sure the pussy in Ukraine is more motivated to F than the pussy over here <laughs> because course. it might all end tomorrow. You're right. And you could really, I could use my line, you know, life is finite. And oh, it'd be so Oh my well, God, it'd be so, so effective. Well. Dude, should we go, should we go to Ukraine and well, do life is finite? I think Americans should care about Ukraine what because it, of the of pussy. women, because of the that's pussy. What, that's top one of the reasons, pussy, right? What is it? It's I mean, I introduced you nobody, no one talks Mexico, about buddy. that. Yeah, we, we, we met a, a beautiful Ukrainian woman and I had a brief romance with her. She never gave me the time of day to be completely honest, but uh, <laughs> it was brief and I, it was intense. It yeah, didn't work out, yeah. but there's hope. Well, you'd crush in Ukraine right now. Oh, so. man. I, so, yeah. so you get into <clears throat> Ukraine. How far do you have to drive before you start seeing signs that a war is on? Because that is so foreign to me. Right. To drive yeah. anywhere and to hear gunfire. I can't imagine it. The closest I've been is watching old World War II footage or watching Saving Private Ryan. Where do you start to feel, oh, my God. I might actually be in danger. People are fighting. You, uh, when you start getting into Lviv, 
you start to feel that. What's that? Lviv is just Lviv is a city that's right on the yeah. it's on the the western uh, side of Ukraine. So how many Ukraine hours is that away from the border? Uh, God, how many hours was that? Four hours, I think. Four yeah. hours. Stuff's yeah. pretty chill. You're driving down the road. There are gas stations. People are conducting their lives sort of as normal. Yeah, it seems kind of western. There's a lot of farmland. There's mm-hmm. not much going on, but a lot of farmland and stuff. Then you're mm-hmm. you start getting into uh, Lviv, which is a, a European, you know city and it just modern it's just modern Mm -hmm. with like beautiful architecture and you're there and then that's like the first time that we heard the um missile systems go off right like ukrainian missile systems yeah yeah so are they attacking the russians or are they counter-striking no i'm sorry it's the alarm oh the The alarm yeah the air raid system Mm -hmm. starts going on so you're in your room and you just start hearing like so in that yeah and it is it's it's kind of bizarre right because right. you hear it echoing throughout the city and then mm-hmm. and in your mind it's like you're you know it was my first time there i'm thinking oh was, you just feel like a missile's going to drop on your right. head were you right. hearing explosions and you have to start rationalizing like that you're more likely to die in a car crash than you are from a missile right strike. that's that is that real? Does that apply in the Ukraine? Well, yeah, I mean, whatever I think whatever it helps, you know what I mean? That was, yeah. Okay, that piece no, of advice, that's for like, you know you're more likely to die in a car accident than to be killed <laughs> by a terrorist. That's true in Los Angeles. But in this place, Aviv or whatever you're called. Lviv. Lviv. Were, yeah. you, were you hearing missile impacts during these air raid sirens? No, so like the when you hear the air raid si- siren, it goes off in an oblast, which is kind of like what... Uh, 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 like a state would be mm-hmm. here in the the U.S., so it just means that there's missiles in the air. They don't know where it's going to hit. Oh mm-hmm. my god! So you never heard them hit anywhere around you? Uh, in Kiev. In Kiev is when I started hearing them hit. Oh my! Then god. I started hearing them hit a lot. Oh my! God. Yeah. So how did that? And go? we almost got. So yeah, you were no, in, let's hear you were in Lviv. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. get that right. And then you decide, like, hey, there's not enough action here. I've already gotten blown by three of the local girls. We need more action. <laughs> so you start moving which direction toward Kiev? Yeah, so then we start heading east. So you keep you, you keep heading east, and then you hit Kiev. And Kiev is, you know, the, the capital. Yeah, right. And... Uh, it's just it's it's weird because it's like it's it's like a western city things are going on people are living out? their daily lives and you see signs of of bombing mm-hmm. but most of it looks normal really wow. yeah so most of it looks normal because they they're doing a good job of cleaning they're cleaning it up, it up yeah you know and um we end up staying in a before we went we're told we're we're not going to stay in the center of the city but we end up staying in the center of the city in like oh. a in like a Radisson Blue or something like that. Radisson oh Blue, God. something like. So that, it's a yeah. nice regular hotel. Yeah, it's an it's like a normal hotel. Yeah, like a Western hotel, a Radisson yeah. in the middle of Kiev. Yeah, is if it you, dangerous? If you real quick, if you called and maybe complained about something, are they like, shut up, we're in the water, <laughs> go fuck yourself? Hey, listen, and so I found a pube. It's <laughs> yeah. not a big deal, but I am a little tiffed. There is a pube <laughs> in the corner of my shower. Can you send somebody up? But I'd really not like to pay for this night's stay. Is that all right? Yeah. Uh, and go honestly, fuck yourself. there's no, lo- and also I'm out of tissues. There was only two. You didn't restock it. <laughs> Okay, I want lotion. There's no lotion. It puts things in perspective, I bet, right? Yeah, Traveling no, but the thing there. is, is like the people are, you know, the rooms are, are are fine and they're perfect, right? Because bet, the yeah. people are like, they got their shit together. Of course. It's yeah. like, you know, somewhat of a Western country. Yeah. And, uh, 
but that's when the air raids started going on every day. And then that's when you started, we started hearing explosions and the well, drones fuck, coming in. Fuck that. Yeah, the drones dude, coming I'm in. I'm out. As tell, soon as I hear one, I'm out. Tell me about the explosions. Are you hearing them off in the distance outside of the city or are there impacts in the city? They're in the city. So they, the, when I was in Kiev, the explosions are going off maybe like a kilometer from us. Come on, dude. Speak yeah. American, dude. How yeah, it's less than a mile. It's like a three quarters of yeah, a mile. Yeah, three quarters of a mile. Okay. Close to that. All right, thank you. Yeah, you could have just three quarters of a mile. Yeah, well. So. Yeah. Sorry, Riz. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that's good. So they're about a mile away. Jeez. And then what's the deal? Do you feel like if one hit the Radisson Blue, you would still be okay because it would hit the ceiling? Yeah, so when the, the air raid alarms go off, so they got that system, right? Uh-huh. So there's a bunch of guys on the east and on the border of Russia, and they're just looking out for missiles coming in right so uh when those alarms go off everyone's supposed to go and go downstairs into the shelter so our shelter was um the parking garage okay that makes of the, sense. Yeah. yeah and it just gets annoying you just start getting fucking annoyed right you How start getting annoyed by the russians because it's like happens I, once i've always been annoyed then it the happens again then it happens again and then it's like all day and then when they do that yet they have to uh shut the city down right so you just start you're just like god these guys are assholes is it true that the reason they can never hit their targets with the missiles is not because of outdated technology but because they're always so blacked the fuck out on vodka i think that there's probably some truth to that i think probably is too i think it's a mix Uh, how often how many times a day are those sirens going off um so that's the fucked up thing so they like they they always go off early in the morning like wow. at like 5 45 6 oh, o'clock wow. so like first light a Do little before first well. light they're going off and they're doing that for psychological purposes, right? They're doing it to fuck with you. Yeah, of course. Because every day you got to wake yeah. up and you're like, oh, shit, a missile. You know, it gets you up out of bed and you're just like, ugh. But in a way, that kind of just makes your enemy more motivated. Then they're, they turn into like a bunch of Jocko Willinks and they're like, seize the day. Well, dude, Get it's like every, four, three, four, three, every, let's go. dude, every Ukrainian looks like a a boxer yeah and like, klitschko is the mayor of kiev I, oh my god yeah dude, just dude. a six foot so they five are, six beast. foot six yeah, yeah just animal beast yeah yeah dude i know i've had a lot of ideas today about how to improve stuff mm-hmm. i think the russian strategy should be they do airdrops sort of like what we did in berlin back in the day they do airdrops just crates of hard liquor and whores <laughs> They drop those into the city, and they don't start their first bombing raid until about noon, 1 p.m., so that really encourages the Ukrainians to stay out late, party, and sleep in, and then that's (laughs) going to ripple down to the military, and the military is going to be real slothful, and they're going to be real lusty. Yeah. Not a bad idea, Danny. I'm thinking, dude. Waking them up early is the worst thing to do. Yeah. What was your job there? You you were you were you said you were giving things to the guys in the front line, so what was that like when you you went and you interacted with these warriors? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was filming. So oh, wow. I'm a, a documentary filmmaker. Mm-hmm. So I was filming with these guys and just uh, interviewing, you know, with White Storker, then also getting, you know, firsthand accounts and stories with right. the soldiers on the front lines. What were they saying to you? Yeah. So, uh, I, mean, all, I mean, all kinds of things. Basically, you know, fuck the Russians yeah. and we're going to yeah, fight till every that. single last people. one of us are dead. Damn. But yeah, they're a, basically a bunch the same of cool people. That's like us saying we hate people from Texas. I mean, mm. they're pretty much the same, right? No, well, yeah, except 
<laughs> except the Texas didn't invade us. Yeah, Russians. yeah, except you know what I mean? bomb. we're not getting bombed by the Texans. <laughs> yeah, we got it easy <laughs> here, might. man. Like the stuff, like we, of course, you we know, do, everyone's dude. everyone's pissed. Yeah. No, oh my like god, no, you don't, play you don't know how far trans lives and people of color's lives are in danger ever since Trump got in the White House. Like it's, oh god, we're in da- People are dying out there. The police are slaughtering. People, people. don't put things in perspective, man. People I mean, are, no, it's like if you get misgendered, that's a form yeah. of violence. I do yeah, think so Zelensky you, fucked up when he did the Vogue photo shoot, though. I thought that was out of control. I don't yeah. know why he did that. But I, what was the Vogue photo? He just did it. He did him and his wife. Out. It was dude, him and his This was wife. recent. Yeah, yeah, this was recent. It was probably like six months ago, five yeah. months ago. He did like a full like Vogue interview slash. A photo shoot like in front of ruins with his wife like looking kind of sexy you know he's he's an actor he yeah, was, yeah he was an actor yeah 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 and yeah. uh it just seemed like it was just like what the hell like bad the taste point? yeah bad taste like what is the point of this yeah, yeah. He's but he's a badass to... and historically like that i'm okay with people using art in that kind of way okay. yeah, even like how much it, was, it, it seems you know what i mean dude fucking winston yeah. churchill was always walking around with a cigar and fucking mm. President yeah, one of those guys, though, he will was, never surrender. What's up, guys? I just wanted to remind you guys real quick that Leo and Friends is now the Leo and Danny Show Patreon show, and good old Nico Villacresses is now the host. So if you want to see me and Nico get tipsy, have a little fun, make some prank phone calls, tune in, check it out. It's linked below, right, Austin? It is. It's linked below the Leo and Danny show Patreon. The Leo and friends show is located on there and it is fantastic. So come on, come on down and enjoy the show with me and Nico Villacresis. Peace. Danny's one of those guys, Russian. Rez. I want to let you know that he, he was, a, he was pretty good at paintball and he does think that he would be great in the war. You yeah. I mean? think he's one of those guys. Dude, I have a friend that's super into paintballing. Dude, he was, he was out there yesterday and he wants to go to Ukraine. Rez, so uh, listen, really? and I'm just saying, you, you go, but listen, dude, back in the day, man, let's like, go fight. When, when I used to play at WAP paintball park with team avalanche <laughs> off the break, it was nothing for me to run and yeah. shoot G one, G two, hitting two off the break dude, that's the and shit. then huh. dive into the snake. Yeah. Crawl, snake two, snake three, get all the way in the middle of the field, pop up, G3 right there, and then run down G4 and G5, game over. No, I think paintballing is awesome. Dude, you can't get to anything closer to war than what probably paintballing and airsoft. I've never airsoft before, Uh but paintballing, like you get the rush, the rush, and you learn the tactics. I think you actually probably be pretty good. Airsoft's whack. Doing urban airsoft. It's like, so paintball is Magic the Gathering. And then this one piece game is airsoft. <laughs> so, uh, Reza, so uh, any any stories that of of uh, Ukrainian uh, that you heard that really kind of stuck with you? Yeah. Uh, well, we almost I almost yeah that blew up one one night. Let's so talk about that. That was kind of blew up the toilet. And you're yeah, yeah yeah. Well, what'd you do? That happened afterwards in <laughs> Serbia, but while I was while I was still there though. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, we hit Kiev, and then from Kiev we kept heading east, so closer and closer to the front lines. And as you go more and more east, things start, you know, looking worse, and there's more destruction, and you get you get into those regions. So um, I think we were we were liv- leaving the city of Mykolaiv, and we were heading back west when the Will McNulty of White Stork he got a phone call from a friend. And on that phone call, it said, hey, some of the supplies that you sent us saved our lives. And we're about an hour away from We realized we were now an hour away from them. Uh-huh. They were in this uh, town, Druskivka. 
So we turned around and we went and saw it and hung out with these guys. And these guys were a member of a group called Cord. And Cord is basically their version of the SWAT team. Mm. Uh, how do the, the white stork, the Cord, how do these guys feel about the Jews? Doesn't this, doesn't this give everybody alt-right vibes? <laughs> I know, yeah. I'm just making a joke, sort of, but it seems like these. No, are this all is like, interesting. It seems like we we should like talk the proud about that. Proud boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the no, no, we should there talk there about rumors, that. There's rumors about that. In, in, yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are rumors, and there's but, a lot of misinformation out there. I didn't mean. So. I didn't mean to just. No, no, it's really. cool. Yeah, it's but, cool because it is interesting. A lot of people do have this this point of view, right? So you met up with. So you met up with Cord. So we met up with Cord, and Cord is like our SWAT team. But obviously, when the war happens, you you know things shift so they use cord as kind of like special ops guys right because they're trained in urban urban assault mm-hmm. so they got like badass this is an interesting thing they use the the ar-15 you know yeah. system mm-hmm. of rifle you would think they'd be using ak-47s right right but i guess we've licensed the whatever mm-hmm. they're 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 actually producing them in ukraine mm-hmm. so they all have like badass ar-15s with suppressors on them and uh, we meet with this guy and he's got this gun that folds out and it's like this huge, I got pictures of it, like this huge electronic looking Star Wars gun, but it shoots down drones. Oh my God. So like you point it out and it shoots out a signal and it scrambles the brains and like shoots out drones, but he's a drone operator. So he has like this bag of drones that they've repurposed. These are like DJI Mavic 3s. No. We, we didn't send the Nico copter in. Dude, let's that see he, what it does. That he, oh. he, he, uh, well, first of all, they do reconnaissance, but they also have attachments that you, 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 um, you attach different, you know, grenades and little bombs to, and they drop them on, on Russians. What about just for a laugh, getting some doggy doo-doo and attaching it to the drone, you know, dropping it over a trench or some stuff like that. That'd be funny. Funny. I feel like that'd be worse for morale. Yeah, it's good for, I mean, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure humor on the front lines is important. What about a water oh, balloon dude, full we're of all just Drop it on a general's head. That'd be kind of funny. That's dude, we're all just great. fucking yeah. around the whole time we're there. That's dope. Like laughing because there's nothing else you can do. Of course. You know? Yeah. But anyways, that night, yeah. so, uh, so that night he's like, Hey, I got you guys a place to stay. You're going to stay in this, um, in Drushkivka. So we go back to our little hotel. Now this hotel is like the, it's, this is like a one road town, at least from like what we can see at night. And we're staying in this hotel and it's like, it's from this like Soviet era of Soviet era of architecture. So it's all just like made out of tin. It looks like a prison plastic and or even worse. Maybe. Yeah. It's like a trailer on top of a trailer mm-hmm. with more trailers attached to it kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were drinking till like 12 or whatever. And then we all go up to our rooms and go to bed. And in the middle of the night at two, no, like one thirty in the morning, I'm fast asleep, you know, a few beers in. Mm-hmm. And I just hear this explosion. This like <laughs> that rocks me to my core. Oh right. And I instantly God. from a dead sleep, just grab my bed and hold and like trying to like duck under something. Cause the whole building is like fucking oh, shaking, fuck. you know? And then Will comes in and he's like, dude, they're walking, they're walking the missiles. So one had hit and I, I slept through that. And then the next one hit and it's like right next to our, oh our hotel, God, dude. So then we, so we all get up and we're like fucking run out of the room, grab our shit. Cause it cracked the building and it blew out windows. So then we we grab our shit and then we're like, all right, let's head to the shelter. Well, there's no shelter. Oh, fuck. So for like the next two hours, we have to sit in the stairwell because oh that's the same. But I'm telling you, like if an S300, which is what they were shooting, it's a surface to air missile, uh-huh. hit this building, the whole 
building would just be it's annihilated. Gone. Yeah. How? What's the distance they're shooting those missiles from? I I couldn't. Well, you know, uh, from where we were stationed. So they. So we were in Drushkivka and they were fighting over a territory called Bakhmut. So there was active fighting go, going on there, and we were only a couple kilometers away from there. Oh. See, that's what I was worried about. It'd be one yeah. thing if they were lobbing those from hundreds of miles away. No, they're lobbing them from like, yeah, oh, a few on. miles. A few miles. And the problem is, dude, yeah. like if the fucking Russians come marching through and they capture Reza, forget the Brittany Griner treatment, dude. You are no, going to a gulag for your natural life. No, dude, I'm oh. like, I'm Russian. <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I'm here. That speak some Russian <laughs> for us. Or are you just going to start fucking I bet I wish Stalin? I knew something. That'd probably yeah, be good. Yeah. I, how scared uh, were you? Were you like, if, uh, were you thinking about did your laugh like, did, did, were you thinking about like your loved ones about how this was a mistake or anything like that or were you just confident that you were going to survive through the night yeah that passes through your head um mm. you know when we were in the stairwell we're all sitting there and we're trying to get reports it's interesting when you're in the moment because i mean so much of the crazy shit that happens in the world you you hear it from the news right and it's after it happened you have all this information but right. when something's like fresh and just happens and you have this like this this sense of not knowing what the next next step is going to be it's it's, it's pretty uh, dreadful yeah i can't imagine yeah. the anxiety level i mean you didn't sleep for probably a day or two after that right no or? it's insane because by that time we were almost like two and a half weeks in and this woman is in the stairwell and she's kind of crying but she's she's actually um the owner of the hotel and she says she says all you can do is pray and sleep god damn you know and and then you know i was probably up for like another 45 minutes and somehow i went back to my room and i just crashed out for like another three or four hours how the hell did and you that, that surprised me yeah because i didn't know how i'd react in that situation was there a risk of the ruskies rolling through the town and taking prisoners is that possible uh no not there because uh there was enough so what they were shooting the missiles at was they hit a school mm. that supposedly was ha housing troops mm. and the hotel that it was we were actually a special education building and this is what's Four fucked kids. up this is what like scared us was the hotel that we were um staying at was where they had shut down for thir for a month because they were housing troops before before and they didn't want to get targeted and it was owned by like the police commander of that city. Holy so this shit. hotel. So we were like, <laughs> it's just like, how did we end up in this situation? Yeah, yeah it's tough. In America for a while during COVID, the hotels, mm. they were forced to quarter homeless people. Mm. In the Ukraine, they're like, the soldiers come knocking, which yeah. is worse for business. That's Ukrainian soldiers are homeless people. The Fourth Amendment, or is it? Yeah, the four, I think it is the, the fourth. No, you have the right to not quarter soldiers. Yeah, that's something what I'm like that. It's a, it's an important. Yeah, one. it's crazy because like uh, when we that that same night when we went and met up with the court earlier in that night, they were in a house like that. Uh, I mean, when you're there, it's it's Russian Ukrainian. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we were in a house, and there's like pictures of Dostoevsky on the wall. Wow. You know what I How mean? Do you feel and about I think How do you feel I'm about him, Dina. Based or not based? Not Look. based, dude. He needs to change his name to, like, fucking Billy Bob. Dude, Dostoevsky, <laughs> you don't know this, do you know? He's the most based writer there is. He's a, he's well, a he's hardcore a writer. Christian. Did he write anything in the Bible? After the fact, though, right? He was No, he was always a hardcore Christian. That's was the he? moral to all of his stories. This is, you need to turn over to God. But he wrote stories. There's one, uh, Crime Some and Punishment, his, yeah, you know? Yeah, that fucked my head where, up. Where uh, this guy, Raskolnikov, kills an old lady with an axe. A hammer. 
It's an axe. It's an axe? Yeah, it's okay, an axe yeah. for sure. That's, uh, what do you think about that? That's oh, yeah. base, dude. If he did it himself and then wrote about it, that's pretty base. But if it's fiction? even if, he's, if it's fiction, then like, come on, dude. Uh, Not cool, bro. Yeah, you're doing way cooler stuff than he was in his real life. You know, I'm pretty sure Dostoevsky, they sent him to a uh, gulag, and they were this close to executing him. They were about to, and then right before the firing squad or the hangmen pulled the trigger or hung him, orders came in that everybody was pardoned. I'm almost positive. Or am I thinking of Lenin? I think it might be Dostoevsky. I'm pretty sure Dostoevsky went to a gulag. Hmm. Dostoevsky's. Should we Wikipedia it? Just so... But then, he, uh, but then uh, he went and lived in, like, some church or something like that for the rest of his life. He right? loved God. He's a great writer. I didn't know, you I didn't usually, know he was a Christian before. You usually think of Christians <laughs> as just terrible artists. Like <laughs> Veggie Tales is the greatest thing that Christian minds Veggie Tales is legendary. Right? <laughs> right. I, I know, know what the based. fuck you're talking about. I know it's based. Well, he I guess Christian like, that's minds. That's some literature on my level. Yeah. <laughs> Veggie Tales, the whatever. But dude, Dostoevsky, Crime and Punishment. It's a lot of those classic, quote unquote, great novels are totally fucking unreadable. But that book is sick, dude. The guy kills this chick. And then there's a really, really good detective who starts coming after him. And the detective is also a master psychologist. And he'll just sit down and go into these soliloquies about guilt and about how the killer must just want to kill himself because of how awful he must feel. And he just drives Raskolnikov increasingly insane throughout the novel. It's really sick. Amazing. That was like one of those books that I read where I thought that I had only thought those thoughts. Mm. You know what I mean? Killing your landlady? Like you just think that you have, and even when he's talking to the detective and you're thinking like, oh, only I've thought this crazy shit. And then Dostoevsky like wrote all that shit down a hundred years earlier, you know? Dope. Yeah, so many people respect Dostoevsky. Like Jordan Peterson jerks him off, Lex Friedman, all those guys. (laughs) Yeah, they fucking love him. So let's get back to uh, the story, the lady, the host stairwell. Did you bang her? (laughs) <laughs> didn't bang her, no. Okay. No, so I you didn't. slept three hours after that, which means you're you're crazy, obviously. But what uh what how do you feel what do you think is the gonna be the end of, of this war? Or do you think it's gonna be one of these things that goes on for 10, 20, 15 years? Yeah, everyone's saying it's gonna go on. I mean, I think it'll go on for the next few years. I have this I mean, I'm no expert, no one should listen to me, but well, I have this overwhelming her, yeah. feeling that Russia's going to self-implode. Wow. Yeah. Like, if you're looking at it, just kind of the way everything's going. Or, I mean, he's going to use a nuclear bomb. There's a lot of nuclear talk while we were there. Oh, God that was a little yeah, freaky. I was going to say that. It, it, but, do you sense yeah. that if that happens, I mean, what's next? I mean, is... is they get annihilated. World That's War why they yeah, haven't exactly. used it. Yeah. Right. No, I think America would wipe them off the map in, right. like a, in a second. And they, so would all the other nations that had nukes. Yeah, They'd, they'd have to. Yeah, uh, and then well, after seeing uh, Russian equipment and what they're working with... Yeah. Um, Small cocks. It's hard to believe, like... They have, like... Uh, there's literally a term called the meat wall. Mm-hmm. And they're just throwing... Told you, s- cocks. They're throwing so many bodies at the Ukrainians, and the Ukrainians are just mowing them down. Damn. Yeah. It's the problem with Russia, though, is is Russia has so many people that they they can conceivably never run out of bodies. That's what they did to the Germans. They threw the meat wall at the Germans in World War II, and the Germans eventually were like, dude, fuck this. 
We kill 30 Russian men, women, and children that they've given a machine gun to and said, charge. Right. And then 30 more pop up. Right. You can't stop. Yeah, but, and that's what they're still doing is they're using that Soviet era it's warfare. Sick. And what the Ukrainians are doing is they're learning now from the West. And it doesn't matter if you got a million bodies because drones right. will take that shit out, you know, or some bombers. My, uh, when I, you know, in my more liberal days, I would look at my friends with the guns and be like, dude, you couldn't stand a chance against like a mediocre drone. Like it would take out your entire fucking block. You know what I mean? Like if, if the they government really turned on, yeah, us? the government turned on us, but yeah. like, come on, like one drone could just smoke all your little, like, what are you going to do, dude? You know what I mean? Like, you know, well, I, I feel like it would be pretty bad if the government just started droning neighborhoods that it found disagreeable. I think that might trigger some backlash. Well, of course. Yeah, it's I'm a just lot saying, more difficult like, to get troops and stuff to shoot missiles at their own country than another country. Yeah, and and more likely, I mean, if the idea is, I think that to disarm the populace and to start doing crazy shit and lockdowns, they're gonna have to start sending guys with clipboards that work for the Fed, like, to your fucking, or uh, not, not the Fed, but, like, work for the FBI or something to your house. And that almost become a little more perilous mm -hmm. if there's some one-tooth redneck with a Beretta in there. You ain't taking shit, son. And, like, pow, yeah. pow. A couple of those guys get shot, and then more and more of those FBI guys resign because of these fucking crazy hicks it's in too, Nashville. Yeah, it's a too crazy, it's a too difficult of a job to fucking do. Yeah, yeah honestly, and it's... Fucking, it's getting crazy though. I don't know if you saw all this twi these Twitter revelations that are coming out. Elon's going yeah, hard he's right going now. Hard. I think he got. I think he got mad over the weekend. I don't know what happened. Right? He, he went to a booed. Dave Chappelle. Got, I think show, he got yeah. booed at Dave but Chappelle. He, why, he got don't mad. go to a San Francisco show. I mean, come on, bro. He didn't get fully booed. There was bit. some. He said ten percent and ninety percent. Ninety percent cheers. Ten percent booze. Booze rain louder than cheers always in any stadium. Like if, if you like. For example, A-Rod would get booed in every stadium that he ever went to. And I saw him at the Dodger Stadium. I saw him at the Angels Stadium. And it was a very small percentage of the 50,000 people, 45,000 yeah. people there. But it sounded resounding yeah. because yeah. it's just, it's a boo. You know what I mean? It's just, it's not what you hear at a fucking concert or whatever. But I, I don't think people hate Elon. I think for the most part, people think he's doing something good, right? A, a lot of lib lefties hate him. Um, but also it's, it's, he went to a show with Dave Chappelle, which you'd think he would have gotten more support because no woke no. people go see Dave Chappelle because Dave Chappelle is allegedly a transphobe, mm -hmm. but Elon, he's getting a lot of shit from the mainstream establishment. I mean, dude, he just tweeted out that his pronouns were prosecute Fauci. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny. And there is still a lot of people. I was telling you, <laughs> he Nico, doesn't sleep, Danny. Does he sleep? I don't know. He, he tweets at 3 a.m. at down. 6 a.m. at 4 a.m. Like he's he's, he tweets through the night. Dude. He's the new Trump, but yeah, I did Trump. Yeah, I, yeah. I was. We yeah. were coming back from uh, Tampa Bay yesterday, and when we were in Austin on our layover, there was there were two hot chicks at one booth at a restaurant, and then one perfectly healthy looking, good shape, thirty five year old, forty year old guy wearing one of the hardcore masks the entire time, taking it off to take a bite, then putting it back on. That guy hates Elon Musk because Elon Musk tweeted prosecute Fauci and probably for a lot of other reasons, too. Yeah, but I mean, what if that guy was just sick or something? He wasn't. I can you tell. Know? And there were plenty of people wearing masks. He was just one guy. What, if he's, what if he's doing it for you? Stop it. Yeah, well, yeah I mean, that, <laughs> that, that's why that's where the mask originated. In China, it was yeah. when you were sick. Yeah. You would wear it. 
to help others. Someone in America would never want to wear it for that reason, though, because then they would be like, oh, no, I don't want everyone to think that I'm sick. And then it's, to- that's it, true. It's purely social reasons. It's like it's posting the black square. It's having your pronouns on your Instagram profile. Oh, you think that's, that's what, what wearing like virtue signaling Absolutely. to his friends. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I think it is. And Elon, dude, when he recently came out and released the Hunter Biden laptop story, I, here's what happened, dude. He took over Twitter. All of the lefties and the legacy media freaked the fuck out because they feared that they were going to lose control of this platform that basically just served their needs. And a lot of people were like, that's probably not why they're freaking out. They're just freaking out because maybe a billionaire, maybe he does have too much power to control us. But now it's coming out that that's exactly what fucking Twitter was doing. They were conspiring with the FBI and with powerful Democratic politicians like Michelle Obama to censor the narratives that made their way into the mainstream. If and, you know, well, you're not going to read about yeah. this in any mainstream account either. It's only on Twitter with proof. He has proof up on Twitter and that's where you can find that. But I don't think you you'll find like ramblings. I've been trying to like see where like if any of the the mainstream kind of well, media. They, well, they just talk shit about it. Yeah, they They're, just talk shit they and just, say like, like the oh, journalist the just snooze. Like he didn't find anything in there. Like, yeah. Or what? you're doing. Or what the, are you talking about? The yeah. journalist who came out and did the story. He was he's cool. I watched an interview with him this weekend. Matt Tybee. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him on Bill Maher a couple times. I didn't really know his yeah, deal, like but him. yeah, I don't know. But he, everybody's like, "Ah, oh, you're doing PR for the richest man in the world. You're a piece of shit. Fuck you." And he, yeah, I listened to him on Ben Shapiro, and he said that this whole thing started in 2016. This completely irrational. If you're not with us, you're against us. No sense of humor. But yeah, he put out this Hunter Biden story, basically that the FBI talked to Twitter and said, hey, suppress this fucking story. We don't want it coming out before the election, basically because we want Hunter, we want Joe Biden to win the election. Mm -hmm. Michelle Obama came to Twitter and said, hey, ban fucking Trump. And they just listened to these people. They're all friends. What about the child porn that was up? The child porn that had 10 million. There was there was like multiple Twitter that were just dedicated to child. Tell me about this. I saw Elon tweet about it. I didn't know. I don't know the whole story. Apparently, Twitter didn't think it was enough because there was no violations. It's wild, bro. But they basically let like a like a like a Twitter that was for child exploitation and, and pornography up for at least two years. And it had 10 million views. What kind of content was on there? I don't know, Danny. Umbilical cord porn stuff? It might have been umbilical cord porn stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, we, uh, we always go back. Uh, I had this rant one time about uh, Blake Lively talked about umbilical cord porn, that there's guys that fuck babies. And he ironically the, was saying it's his favorite Jesus. kind of porn. I, I wasn't saying that. And um, it wasn't really a rant then. It, a, rant, a rant would have been like, oh, yeah, I love this stuff. Can't get enough. Yeah. No, I was just saying that maybe people should be a little bit more upset about things like that than about what pronouns pronouns are in our uh, bios and our instagram bios you know what i mean but uh it was a wild kind there's yeah, but a are lot that, of are there really that many people upset about pronouns no, i don't I mean, know where the news is yeah. you know what i mean because you hear like there, people there are, are but at the same like time it. is that a false narrative it being be pushed fa- by exactly. the right and that's like the that's outrage that pisses everyone that's off because point. when you should be worrying about taxes or shit like that people are worried about pronouns right. and it's like Here, well it's right. you know it is that a legit dude. it could be the narrative because i don't talk to people that often yeah. Except for an occasional, I think yeah, there's some girls at like comedy clubs that that ha- have no idea that people like can say anything they want at a comedy club, yeah. and they'll come up to comedians after and be like, "I'm exactly. just really offended." It's exactly. And the thing is, is like yeah. like at that Dave Chappelle, there's a ton of woke 
People love him. And even with all the, they get it. They understand Mm -hmm. what he's saying. Mm -hmm. It's not like there's no woke people behind Dave Chappelle. He's like the funniest comedian in the world. So this is kind of like a, it's what makes the news. There there are problems with the pronoun things though. Like you for a while on Twitter could get deplatformed. Like the Babylon Bee got deplatformed. If you stated that a man who became a woman was still a man. Things like that. And the problem with that, and again, I, I agree. I, I am not a transphobe, but I have no problem. Like, I will happily call whoever by their preferred pronouns. Mm-hmm, right. But I don't think it should be uh, punishable legally or through deplatforming if you don't adhere to that. Because then the problem is, and this is what I think they're trying to do, they're trying to destroy objective reality. You see this now in math. There are professors that are coming out and saying math is racist and we need to use critical race theory in maths. Some even came out and tweeted that two plus two can equal five. Things like this. This <laughs> yeah, is happening. Wild. Like my so, truth versus your truth. Exactly. Right. Kind of so stuff. they're trying to take away the idea of gender reality, man, right. woman. They're trying to take away the idea of mathematics. They're trying to destroy, destroy the Western yeah. canon. Shakespeare, Dante. Uh, Charles Dickens they're trying to replace with whatever communist writers or people who they just select because of their minority status. And the problem with that is it's moving us closer and closer to an Orwellian future. There's the passage in Orwell. I'm going to butcher this, but it's basically like war is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is power. And if you can get rid of two plus two equals four and get rid of a man as a man and a woman as a woman, you can eventually move on to bigger lies like war is peace uh, ignorance is power fucking whatever the other one was that that's yeah, why that it happens. seems like most people are for the most part normal and then all of a sudden there's this like super concentrated group of like woke chicks or whatever that are like super left and it's because it's all in the schools it's yep. from like elementary through high school and college like when Dino was going to high school here in L.A., Nobody he had to draw his like gender identity and yeah. what he identified as. What'd you they, draw, Dino? Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> the best. That's Continue, funny. though, Austin. I totally agree with you. Yeah, they'll have to draw their gender identity. They have these weird like icebreaker things, but really they're sort of just like a political cult uh-huh. ritual. It's like, we're all going to stand around in a circle and present our pronouns to yeah. each other. And it's these weird sort of hippy dippy things that they're doing at school that the, these these kids coming out of school and college right now they just don't think the way like mm. like you yeah guys but what do. would you want the reverse to be like oh you're a man say you're a man and just you know you it. could be in an islamic country where it's like you're you know you're female and you have no rights you know forever i mean when you're th- getting people to think about things and think about them critically I mean, I it's see the opposite, some though. value. You're only allowed I to think about it in one very specific way. Otherwise, right. you're socially like ostracized and everybody hates you or they'll try to get you kicked out of the school. You're not allowed to have like a, an opposing view. It's you're going to think this way, not yeah. here's an idea. How do you think about it? It's here's the idea. You're going to think about it this way. Otherwise, all your friends are going to hate you. Yeah. And that's why it's really mm. bad with chicks because chicks will socially ostracize all of their friends if you don't have one line in view they'll and then they just lock they fall in lockstep because like i mean i'm only 22 so i i talk to a lot of like other chicks there in school you saw mia's homework like mm-hmm. some of the stuff on there is probably ridiculous yeah it's 
I think like it's authoritarianism can exist on the left and on the right. Oh, populism, authoritarian populism can totally can. Right. And I do see it in the social, you know, wokeism. Mm-hmm. I see it on that side too, you know, but and I, it, decides, it, it resides on both. I, and I, I'm with you, dude. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not one of those guys who is like the gays are tearing at the fabric of society, like gay sex is morally not okay. Not one of those guys, not one of the, uh, the great white nation, stop the immigrants. Totally not like that. But the way that it's being carried out now, it just seems to me like their priority is to destroy Western civilization out of revenge. That seems to be what's happening. Women want revenge on men. The minorities are being encouraged to take revenge on everybody else. Am I going too far here? It seems Brent like there's this revenge. They beat their it's, ass. It's a little bit. It's it's like the powers that be. You could say they understand that there are certain issues in certain countries that are more sort of able to to get at under people's skin and shit so like race in america is like a really big issue because a lot of people feel emotional yeah but who's feeding this that. narrative and how much is russia feeding this narrative and well, do they have I mean, bots all online a lot of it's feeding this too. narrative and bots. we know you know what i mean bots, yeah. like it's we like got, we got yeah, what china, is this or china, narrative or china right and or, this or is ccp uh, right? yeah that's why critical thinking is but so important but, but the, yeah, thing is too, the thing is too being able to parse this information out there are also professors like i believe her name is Brittany cooper at rutgers who went on a zoom call and said that white people are villains and we have an inherent need to destroy and that whiteness needs to be ended in America. Yeah, there well, are absolutely I intellectuals that are saying things like that. There's a lot of not intellectuals bots. that are mm-hmm. against progress. Like, I'm not arguing that. That's that's true. But, but like you said, but, but, the, but if you have critical thinking on your side, you know that that's bullshit, right? You know yeah. immediately that that doesn't make sense. I don't think school should even be focused on progress at all. It's kind of, it should just be like, critical you need thinking. skills... For a job, here's how you do it. Like half of everybody's schedule, it's like, okay, you have like a math class, a science class, and it's like Mexican American history and like women's studies and like all of this filler stuff just to make more money. And then the people that get degrees in this stuff, they only just become educators that teach the well, same well, stuff. Well, I guess it people. depends on what you mean by progress, right? And if we should be pushing progress and pushing ourselves. Well, that's what I mean. Future, I, right? I think like, we should generally, but I don't mean? think the schools like the the purpose of school is to get an education. When I went to school, my English class, my teacher got rid of our textbook and replaced it with only readings about like 17th century feminism, and then every essay was just like men are bad. Wait, where where we, was this? This though? is in Texas. Like, oh, and in what high school? You yeah. said college. Oh, it was in junior, college. This is junior college. college. Junior yeah. college. Yeah, and it was one class over how many months? Well, I mean, it's, it was a one semester class. And then just, did you take another class? Like you said this was English literature. Yeah. Did you take another English literature class after that? Um, I don't think so. I think I left college probably before I took a second yeah. English class. So, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, ideas and things that people put But I, I spent you an entire semester and she never actually right. taught yeah. anything. There was no It's changed since lesson, you graduated. But don't let that lesson. one person yes. skew your whole dude, version no, for but, the next but, 20 but, years of but your dude, life. But dude, you, like, it's changed since you were in college and since I was in college. My girlfriend. It was all of my classes. It was I, high school is really bad, dude. It's super left. It's really changed, man. When I graduated, when I went to UCLA, it was apolitical for the most part. Nobody right, talked same. about politics. Same, it never. was all objective. It was dude, education. what are you talking about? When I went to college, it was like the war was going on. You know, I was talking to a guy today, and 
he he mentioned something interesting because he was like, yeah, he was joking about us millennials being so traumatized and all that. But he said, you guys grew up with war in your face, even though you never saw it. Never saw it, it was all over the media. You it were was. bombarded it, with it yeah, in Iraq your formative and, years. Yeah. And that's, I thought, you know, that, I was laughing and I was like, yeah. that's kind of an interesting, you know, mm-hmm. little play. But there is some truth to that. Of course. You know what I mean? But still, I think so I feel like, I mean, our colleges were totally politicized. There was like war, anti-war. It was like mm. John, you know, John Kerry, George Bush. Yeah. It was fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. It was crazy back then. People were like picketing and I mean, yeah. people were very anti-Bush. I think we I, forget. I remember, yeah. We have well, a short memory. Maybe, I also dude. think a lot of these problems with education stem all the way back to like the... I don't know, like Martin Luther King days and stuff like that, like in the like the mid 60s and 70s, like a lot of these sort of it's it's multi generational, you know, like people become the professors teach the students and then the students become the professors and then the yeah. professors teach the next generation mm-hmm. and they they purposely try to like, you know, keep the things that they go pushing. So colleges yeah. have been politicized for yeah. Like a hundred years, or even since no, they since the beginning existed. of time, dude. Yeah. We've always been, but it, it should be about they were how to think, about, like, and not what to think, right? Then. It should be about how to think. Yeah, hopefully not, we get there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, what to think? I don't know. I don't know what that means exactly. But yeah, Austin, I know. I know what you're talking about. I forget who it was. Was it Jesse Jackson? It was one of these civil rights leaders. He they went and protested at Stanford University, I think, in the '80s to overturn a Western civilization course. Mm-hmm. Or it was going to be a series of courses on Western civilization, and I believe that opened the door to we need to stop glorifying Western civilization. Yeah, well, yeah. It, well, and like Jesse what he Jackson's was saying, there were people picketing stuff. and stuff. Like the professors there that are like these seventy-eight-year-old ladies or whatever, they're the same twenty-two-year. Like back when they were twenty-two, they were probably marching and stuff for the same sort of stuff, fighting it, it, similar battles. And it was good. Like I, I talked about this in the Berkeley video. It was good back then. Like. In, I'm not saying that racism is done and systemic racism isn't racism isn't a thing. Like, I totally agree that's a thing, but it's changed a lot. It used to be the free speech movement at Berkeley was for free speech and civil rights and the end to a Vietnam War that was super gnarly. But now it's it's canceling comedians. It's scrolling your through your Twitter feed. Yeah, it's like anti what their the message Free should speech. be. Yeah, right. it's yeah. like yeah, absolutely. And it's it's again, it's it's gone so far to the other side that we have people um, who uh, claim to be on the left, the tolerant left, saying that white people are evil and we need to do away with them, and that men are pieces of shit, mm-hmm. and that we need to light Shakespeare on fire because this new pansexual poet who identifies as a werewolf wrote a little ditty on anal sex, and that needs to be the new coursework. Yeah. That sort of stuff's happening. So, so what I meant by, by how to think instead of what to think is is the simple, like, like an essay, for example. The, the, hey, essay, what's hey, up, Doug, Hey. But the concept of it is simple, right? You, you're, you're saying something, and then you are backing it up with points, and hopefully you have a bibliography yeah. that, that, where you cite your sources. Sure. And you make an argument, right? That yeah, that's, that's fair. Right? But wh- how can they... How how's it been? How's it gone so far from that? You know? Yeah. No, I get I mean, you. You used to be able to say whatever you wanted as long as you had you made a good point. You you were able to back up your you had facts. Who yeah. did it, when though and why? I mean, wasn't well, like our comedians were I mean, arrested. And like uh, it was like it well, was basically you'll just crazy. like fail just your class years ago. Hmm. Like you'll just fail. 
Yeah, no, you, what you're talking about, too. I guess, right, I what you're know. talking about, too, like Lenny Bruce Lenny getting Bruce. arrested for saying yeah. the F word on stage. Obviously, that sucks, too. We can agree that shit sucked back then. We can agree that the jingoists after 2001, 9-11, that wanted to kill all towel heads, we can agree they were pieces of shit. Like, the hardcore right sucked. But we can also say that and also say the left has gone too far in some cases today. Yes. Like, well, in almost all cases. I don't think it's necessarily all just bad politics. It's this sort of st- this normalization that those who disagree with you, not only are they wrong, but they're morally evil. Yeah. Like they're they're they shouldn't even think of them as like normal people. They shouldn't be allowed to speak. Mm-hmm. It's and then that's why I say the left. They always think that they're like, oh, we're the good guys. We're the anti-racist or whatever. It's like, no, you're just hateful towards people who are socially acceptable to be hateful towards. Well, you you're have right, to be yeah. like really careful, right? Because you they they'll fall into that trap. Like if they start saying all white people deserve to die. Like they're just using the same playbook that was used mm-hmm. against them a hundred years ago, or if it was the minority is saying right. it and you have to be really careful. I think it was like Kanye said when he was talking about the Jews, he said, hurt people, hurt people. Mm-hmm. But okay, cool. Like some people are like, that's so profound, but it's like, yeah, but you know, that's like, we're supposed to be better angels of our nature and not think that way. Yeah, so yeah. you got to forgive. Right. Can you pull up this Brittany Cooper Rutgers University clip, Austin, real quick? We should end on this, dude. It's unbelievable. Like I, how, I love when Austin types. It's like on all capital letters. Brittany Cooper, uh, Rutgers, and uh, go videos. The last time I looked for it, it was a lot of commentary on it. But, it, dude, it's unbelievable. Okay, so she's like full-on feminist. And- yes, yeah, so she's a professor, like at a major university, and she said this. Nice. Curse with the K. That's <laughs> all right. Oh, Ruggers? Uh, is it right here? Is that no, 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 go uh, go to YouTube, dude. Okay. Let me... Dude, this is really crazy. And then, see, let's keep scrolling down. Let's see, what's what's five? Let's go to that, that one right there, the five-minute-long one. I want one that without any sort of editorialization. Here, let's try this one. Looks good. Look at the name of that white people are committed to being villains of the in channel. The aggregate, oh God! Right? The real yeah, sort of either. issue here, and I, you know, I've heard people sort of say it is one. I think that I white people viscerally fear. Oh, do we have any it's headphones? Not that white us? people don't. Yeah, yeah, give mm-hmm. our yeah. Let's let's let our uh, Dina. You don't need to hear this. <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't. This will make you too angry. Let's <laughs> rewind it a little bit, Austin. <laughs> Yeah, this, this, thank you for pointing out this is a very questionable channel name, but this is an undoctored clip, so let's see. I think that white people are committed to being villains in the aggregate, right? The real sort of issue here, and I, you know, I've heard people sort of say it, is one, I think that white people viscerally fear. It's not that white people don't know, right, what they have done. They know. They fear that there is no other way to be human, but the way in which they are human, which is to, so, you know, like you talk to white people and whenever you you really want to have a reckoning about it, they say stuff like, you know, it's just human nature. If y'all had all of this power, you would have done the same thing, right? And it's like, no, that's what white humans did. White human beings thought there's a world here and we own it prior to them Black and brown people have been sailing across oceans, interacting with each other for centuries without total subjugation, domination, and colonialism. We have seen uh, what a what a show this iteration of treatment of, of other human beings means, and that my hope is that we would do it differently, you know, 
in the moments when we have some power. We will not do it perfectly, but I do think that all of us can sort of agree that a politics that says like there are superior and inferior human beings just isn't the way to go. And that's the thing that white people don't trust us to do because they are so corrupt. You know, their thinking is so morally and spiritually bankrupt about power that they can't let, you know, they fear viscerally, existentially letting go of power because they cannot imagine that there's another way to be. It is either that you dominate or you are dominated. And isn't it sad that 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 is spiritually who they are and that they can't imagine a sort of more expansive notion of the world. The thing I want to say to you is we got to take these motherfuckers out. But I know, but like, we can't say that, right? We can't yeah. say, like, I don't believe in a project of violence. I truly don't. Because I think in the end that our souls suffer from that. And I do think that some of this is a spiritual condition. So here is where I land most days about white people. Um, and I actually what have been helping this by dude? thinking yeah, about indigenous people, right? See, part of the challenge of, around said, whiteness oh is that it totally skews our view of everything, right? I gave this like TED talk about this some years back. And one of the reasons I was trying to think about it is like the the world didn't start when white people arrived in America and tried to tell all the rest of us how things were going to go. There were people out here making worlds, Africans and indigenous people being brilliant and, you know, libraries and inventions and, you know, vibrant notions of humanity and cross-cultural exchange long before white people showed up being raggedy and violent and terrible and trying to take everything from everybody. And that's really important because if we believe that history starts for us when white people drag us to these shores, then we can never get outside of the notion that this is going to be our existential struggle. All things that begin end. White folks are not infinite and eternal, right? They ain't going to go on for infinity not and infinity. Yet. And that's super important to remember that white yeah, colonialism and imperialism has a beginning. And in my way of thinking about the world, that means it has an end. And so part of what we are trying to do is to imagine what it, what are the steps that we must take to get to the other side of this very inconvenient you know, epochal interruption of like black and indigenous world making. I mean, does that give people comfort on the day to day when you like just having to deal with white folks and the trap, you know, the travesties that they create and the sense that they want to destroy the planet? Nah, there is a world beyond even our sojourn on the earth. And so whiteness is going to have an end date because it it is not despite what white people think of themselves they do not defy the laws of eternity right their projects are not so sophisticated that the natural laws of physics change for them and when we sort of humble them in the in humble our own understandings of whiteness it seems like the biggest giant that we face but in the end right it is what i like to say is you know black folks were out here for centuries and centuries and millennia doing all kinds of wonderful things and probably some fucked up things too but whiteness is largely an you know an inconvenient interruption and so we then get to ask ourselves so why am i here in this moment of it like damn you know why did i show up in this particular iteration and it's like well i think we showed up in this iteration precisely so that we could um help to figure out an end and a way to the other side of this, you know, uh, 
gargantuan historical tragedy that is yeah. is white. It's such a tra- America is just such a tragedy. Dude. It's just well, it's I mean, a bad place. Like Reza live. said, though, we if you, I mean, if you looked at her uh, rate, my professor, you know what I mean? I'd still take her class if she was an easy grade. If she, <laughs> if she was going to give me yeah, an A, would you would too. She, we both would. <laughs> you would have to go in there acting so Hispanic. Oh, you know like, I would. Dude. Show yeah, me how you'd go into Bernie I'd Cooper's like, class. I'd be like, oh, hello, how are you? I'm from Argentina. And, uh, <laughs> I want to say I love your class and I see your YouTube stuff and you're great. But seriously, I could I could change your mind about hey, white Hey, Fabio. There so good it. to see you. Oh. Professor Cooper, you look beautiful. You're so great. Yes. Yeah. It's the only way we would yeah, not get yeah. failed no, or maybe killed in but, that class. Well, the truth is, I mean, I, but also, like, she's, I mean, can't you defeat her argument with facts, right? I mean, isn't that uh, critical uh, thinking? She'll defeat you by getting you expelled. Dude, it's, I thought she was going to say that. That was just. That was insane, dude. A couple of things she said in there that we need to we need to put an end to these motherfuckers or get these motherfuckers. She ignorant though. I mean, she's she's not making any good points. It, it was it's pretty fucking gnarly, dude. She's I, just humbling her perspective on white people. I we don't need to analyze it bit by bit, but basically, <laughs> it's I mean that was clearly pretty racist. Did you get racist vibes from that? I. Uh... I get I get these vibes where they just use. This, oh, you did you did listen to it? I forgot this term did, of like white people, but mm-hmm. you have to ask yourself, what is a white person? Yeah, what it's is like a white what? Person? It, like yeah. you know, I don't Am know. When I people white? talk you know, like that. Like, I'm wondering if they have uh, understanding of like evolution mm-hmm. and exactly. that we're all you know mm-hmm. we're we're all the same. Mm-hmm. We are all the same. And that, I don't know why they're caught up in this this talk, this white black us versus them. And also she made it she made it seem like every white person mm-hmm. both enslaved black people and runs a Fortune 500 corporation. Exactly. Because it's, you kept mentioning the environment and yeah, these, these, like, the power. What do you like, mean by that? Like, like so, I don't know. And you know what nobody wants to be? But white, I, white trash. But I don't, nobody wants to be white trash. You know Austin right? and Dino can't help it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I live in a trailer. Dino, you could say, you, I think you could change your mind with a vibrator and a condom, buddy. Or is it, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, your you documentary? Plug or, yeah, yeah uh, check out um, White OperationWhiteStork.org okay. if anyone Bernie feels Cooper's like have an issue with that. helping out some of those uh, Ukrainians. Yeah. And then um, WhiteStork.org. Yeah. Yes, WhiteStork. Uh, OperationWhiteStork.org. OperationWhiteStork.org yeah. yeah. website. Cool, yeah, and then I went out um, with Robert Young Pellin. Check out his knife company, which Dope. is uh, DPX gear. Dope. Pretty cool blades. Throw it at Dino's face. Yeah, so... Check that mm-hmm. out. I'll plug those two things, and then yeah, Reza, dude, guys. it was awesome for having, having you, yeah, bro. Right. It was yeah. awesome having you. Well, I, I, we got to have you on again to tell all the other stories. You got a million stories. Yeah, so. totally. I would love to come to back. back. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, brother. Hey, Leo Daddy Show.